to the podcast, everybody. It is your host, James, the Lindsay version. That is the last name. If you need more info, too bad. Call my lawyers. <laughs> I'm sitting in a completely different city, but as we like to say in our last episode, sitting with, or in spirit with, the Brandon Stables, the Stables version of the Brandon Varietal. Uh, the, oh, the Brandon Bridal, I was going to say. Yeah, absolutely. I would consider, yeah. I. You know what? I feel like I'm a hazy IPA. If you were to, to talk about the uh, type of varietal that I am, I would be a mm. beer and I would be a hazy IPA. A juicy, That's... juicy, hazy IPA. Oof, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. <laughs> Sables. Brandini. St- Brandini. Hazy IPA. Yeah. Incarnate. You know what? I like it. I like it too. I like I like, I like yeah. the identifier. I'm trying to think what kind of beer I would be if I were a if I were a beer. Yeah, let's 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 figure this out. Hmm. Hmm. I think uh, I'm not as I'm not as hazy, but I hmm. do like the hoppy. I'm like a step step below. I think I'm more of just like a pale, maybe just like a. Oh, you're definitely a, a pale. You're not a pale. A, not a not a IPA, but just a PA. Yes. Yeah. I love just, that for you. Yeah, just a crisp, not too not too hoppy. Some of them get to be. But somewhere in the middle. I know that's maybe not the most interesting answer, but I like th- I like those a lot, so I'm gonna go with it that. It doesn't yeah, it doesn't need to be interesting. It needs to be authentic, and I'm feeling that for you. Yeah. So you know what? I like a good Sierra Nevada. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And that you know what? That's the go- that's the go-to pale ale. Okay. Now I'm no, starting to no. judge, judge okay. you a that's little not, bit, but that's not the go-to one. That's not the go-to one. <laughs> That's like the that's the most accessible like one that's available at all places. There's one called Dale's Pale Ale. Oh my god, that's, that's like, a great one. That's like, okay. It's it's like solid. It's not like the yeah, your best pale ale, but one of the better names. That is, yeah. Cuz totally all, all three words rhyme. Mhm. That's an alliteration. No, it's not cuz it would have to be a P, right? It would have to be No, it's just they all have the letters A L E in them. Oh, okay. And they all rhyme, and it's it's pretty great. But yeah, the beer's the beer's solid. Now you now I'm on the spot. Now you're making me uh, don't make me identify a specific one because when I think about <laughs> no, it, I'm no, just no, like, no, it's okay. It's, yeah. it's almost I, like a wine thing. I'm like, I'll give your give me your give me your this, give me your pale ale. Unless it's a nice uh, sunny day, then maybe a good pilsner. <laughs> you and my dad would definitely agree. He is a huge pilsner fan. Mm, my my father uh, as well. Speaking yeah. of fathers, this is a. This is a dad movie we are getting into today. Yeah, you it know is, what that uh, is? It is Never wow. Say Never Again, one of my dad's favorites. And we could not go any further if we did not introduce a very we, special we guess. returning guest. Returning guest, A yes. returning guest. A returning uh, person who dubbed the name of our, what would you fan want to call them, fan, fan base or just like uh, <laughs> our, our, uh, our kingdom passionate listeners yes the polar bears (laughs) our number one polar bear is back here today please let me reintroduce danny burge danny how are you and follow-up question what type of beer would you be (laughs) it's a two-parter it's a two-parter uh Uh oh danny's muted danny's muted he's muted Hey! I was in suspense. There, I was. Yeah, I was deep in. Suspense. Yeah, I, I, I flipped it up so you didn't have to hear me cough, and then I, I, I yeah, forgot, all about, forgot it. about it. 
I didn't realize it just shuts off when you flip it up. How you guys doing? That'd be cool. It just like, yeah, you put it up to your head and and maybe that wouldn't be cool. It just starts reading your thoughts. Is that what was going on? I I didn't Uh, even. We're not going to tell you. The good thing I wasn't thinking much anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was just the sound of wind. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a a faucet was on or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how you Danny, guys doing doing well man Great, glad man. to have you back right. this is i'm excited to talk about a james bond movie with you i'll let you I, i'm curious about what kind of beer you are first though and then um okay. so you know when you said pale ale i was kind of feeling it too I, my, one of my favorite pale ales that i've been doing because i can't do ipas anymore is uh that ale smith uh was it like 0.395 or something like that pale ale that it's a good that's Ailsmith a good one. 305. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I'll try. I'd that. say my dad loves I'd, that beer. Oh man. Definitely okay. try it. But I'd say overall though, I'd probably be some sort of ale. I think like more like a either rogue dead guy ale. Oh my god. Is that a pale? Because I was gonna say that one, but I was I fucking I think love it's that just one. an ale. It's not a pale. Okay. It's not well, a right. pale. I think it would be a brown ale, right? I'd say yeah, I don't know. I mean Amber no, Brown, guy? probably Amber. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. dead guy's not a yeah. brown because they do have a brown too. But dead guy is oh, that's possibly right. like my one of my favorites, if not favorite beer. Yeah, one of those I mean, two we, where it's like I, you don't see it everywhere, but when you do, you just gotta grab it. Yeah, when I lived in North Carolina, um, my move I, there was a Whole Foods like down the street from my place, and my move was always to go if I was going to a party is go pick up a growler. They sold like growlers of those of uh, dead guy ale for like ten bucks. Wow. So I wow. just show so instead of like, because everybody at, at parties there, if you didn't show up with booze, you end up doing like jello shots at Everclear and shit like that. Oh like people God. just get real or like moonshine and stuff. And you're like, I'm not drinking what you guys oh are drinking. So, so I would just bring my own booze. And instead of buying like a six pack or something, you just bring, I was just walking around parties with just a growl the whole time. <laughs> it was like pretty that. rad. Yeah, that is great. <laughs> That's a drinkable and one. The, That's one I could like, yeah, I could kind of pound yeah, that Yeah, you could drink it all still, night. like love the taste the whole time too. And uh, as opposed on to the like gro- an IPA, I'd say. On mm. the growlers, all the skeletons glow in the dark too. So I oh, used fun. to have. I have them. I had them like lining the shelf that was like around my bedroom, and so yeah, you turn off the lights, and there's all these skeletons around the room. Spook. Classic move too, as a yeah. you were in your early twenties, right when that happened. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Classic uh, early twenties move because you know that's what dec- that's what we, my place we, with alcohol, <laughs> empty alcohol bottles, because that's <laughs> what women are into, right? They're into trash on your walls. Well, I bring out the the <laughs> empty skeleton alcohol bottles for like Halloween and stuff like that, and then oh you know, wow, I, okay, I had, fun. I had different trash I'd bring out for different holidays. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> How thoughtful of you. Okay, well that's considerate. I, I, I <laughs> at least there's some t- tension in here. But and clearly that. you're a huge Halloween fan with the skulls, so this is this is perfect. Oh right, well, we're in, we're in, taking a little break from spooky season yeah. to do a to do a Bond movie, and it is lighthearted as fuck. If I if I could say for as far as Bond is concerned, I I don't know. Like it's not a not a full. Rod, I don't know. It's just different than Roger Moore because it's Sean Connery. And there's a Roger Moore movie that comes out this same year. I'm getting ahead of myself. This is this is Never Say Never Again. Danny, have you mm. have you seen this movie? Have you have you heard of this version of Bond before? Uh, so I to just no got Bond done watching it. Um, but I did wow. like before I wa- before I watched it. I did a little bit of background though, and it's like oh, cool. uh, 
you know, the controversy behind this one is it's the only one that was not like approved or written by Ian Fleming it's, or like uh, it, he, he, it was sorry, just to inter- just interject. So this is the um, non Eon Productions movie. So that is outside of the like canon bond. Non- yeah. And then this is coming off of the reason that they were able to do that is they were in a years long legal battle because a guy, uh, Kevin McClory, helped write this movie with Ian Fleming, and then. Oh. So he wanted, so he sued them for rights because he essentially wanted to make a movie as well. And then they were in a long legal battle. He got the rights to certain parts of the story of what is Thunderball. Wait, and so the story that they wrote together was Thunderball or this one? Kind one, a little bit of both, I would say, is because they 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 both wrote Thunderball. And but this then, is about the book, not the movie mm-hmm. scripts or anything, right? It. This is about the scripts. It's about the movie adaptation of it. Okay. And so, so Kevin McClory introduced certain ideas to the franchise, which then, I mean, were kind of a part of the James Bond universe. And he wanted the rights. Or now, I can't remember exactly if it was because he wanted to make his own movie. Now that I think about it, or he wanted some type of like money outside of, uh, like he wasn't getting enough money from. Uh, Thunderball or something along those lines but regardless there was he participated in coming up with characters that became Thunderball the movie and then he was able to sue the Eon Productions the Broccoli uh, family um, for getting those like being able to use those uh, like concepts or the, um, like characters and whatnot and then so like ab- right and stuff mm, but is it's so weird well i'll let you i'll get more into that so then so you haven't seen this before is what you're saying so you no this is okay. the first time but i mean uh, some of the have trivia seen, was uh, interesting at all? i have but i mm. i don't know if i've even seen the whole thing i remember like me and brandon talking about it and then i remember watching bits and pieces and being like bored to death sure oh yeah uh, absolutely like mm-hmm. all those underwater shots and then when i was reading trivia about this it was like yeah and they brought back the sa- it's the same underwater director as in thunderball i was like oh no <laughs> but, yeah oh really yeah, but yeah, the, i didn't know that the but the underwater shots in this were much more exciting they uh, maybe it's just they edited them down a little bit I mean, I, you have, I would I would say yeah. that because they're still not exciting, and we'll get well, to it. What are you it. talking about? You had sharks, you had harpoon the, guns and stuff. They didn't spend a, too much time underwater, did they? Were you ever I really mean, scared about the shark sequence? I wasn't scared about it because those <laughs> sharks didn't did not look vicious or predatory. That's okay. So then it wasn't good. They were they were big sharks, but they I were mean, they were real sharks and they were doing doing things that would not be okay today. They were and they were like um, shoving them with well, yeah, doors. What kind of sharks like, were those? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not well versed. I'm just saying they're like real yeah, they're real sharks that they're doing stunts with, which guaranteed fucking Sean Connery was not down to do any of that. And like the use of stunt doubles was pretty like aggressively obvious and like naturally so in in like the later bond movie but like there's a lot of scenes especially yeah like horse riding things like that where it's just very obviously not not them but like he had a scare what is that movie brandon where they just like without his knowledge put real sharks in the pool with him 
when Thunderball. he didn't know. Was that that was Thunderball? Oh, wow. And so, <laughs> so he's back in a position again where he's underwater, and he had a ter- terrible time doing that. And I just thought that was so fascinating. Like, wow, there's a scene with sharks in open water. I mean, not whatever scenes that actual actually were Sean Connery's face was like sort of I don't know stitched on yeah composited on a I don't, just his face or whatever and then everything it was else like, was a stunt yeah. stunt double and uh but I don't he, think it was clear he, shark- he, he was doing some scuba diving he was doing some horse riding but when it wasn't him it was yeah clear <laughs> I don't think those sharks eat people though like that they, they didn't look I mean, well, I don't you know, know. They like took all their teeth out or something. I don't know. It's just like the treatment of animals. In the, I, I'm they just saying. Their teeth no, I'm no, I'm not. I don't know that for sure. I'm just saying like the treatment oh, for man. animals is suspect <laughs> in like some of these earlier movies, along with anything else. But just like the the uh, organizations and and things like I don't know, like PETA or whatever, that are going to make sure that animals are treated correctly, are, are so not really like first... fully in place. I feel like so the things like of shoving a, a shark's face in the door and it's just in a small like little door like a hallway almost of a abandoned ship and kind of just shoving it and shoving it <laughs> is like super like suspenseful but then the whole time you're like oh god like what is what does this entail what are, what are the true consequences of this as well as like seeing a horse backflop which i'm sure we'll we'll talk into talk about as oh, well, I but want, just seeing like a horse yeah, come yeah. out of frame into water which in a very high drop and like this is just like crazy to so, see a real animal go through that and it in in a fucked super fucked up way it adds some suspense but then that second thought immediately takes it all away and you just start to feel bad <laughs> a little well, bit so a little bit i don't this, know this was the first cool shark stuff too after this movie people had a big problem with the horse thing and because oh, really? of the because of the horse uh after this movie films were like that's when films started saying no animals were harmed in the process of making this movie. Oh my god! This is like the. I have no idea. This is this is the the precedent. This is the <laughs> this is wow. the the movie that the straw that broke the camel's back or the, wow. the fall the fall that broke the horse's back. I guess. Oh yeah, um, seriously. But, but what's funny is they didn't say anything about sharks when I was reading it and. Like yeah, I, I mean I, I now, now looking Jaws back was yeah like he was close enough with like, yeah fuck sharks. Well, no, it's just at that time, nobody cared about sharks. They yeah, were like, exactly. that poor horse, but go ahead, you know, murder as many sharks as you want. <laughs> like, you exactly. Know? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, they did yeah. that. But, they used sharks in, in Thunderbolt. And they've, they've used animals in other movies before this in, in suspect ways, but this was just, yeah, it was it was one that I thought it was interesting seeing, like, oh, wow, they had seen that, how they, I'm just picturing that meeting with Sean Connery, like, okay, we got this scene, there's a shipwreck. And there's sharks. Okay, hear me out. Hear me. He's like, get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. I'm not. I'm not getting with sharks. It's like, who's who's the stunt double? You better look just just like me. <laughs> you better you better have even more hair than me. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> what I would say to that though is, I was reading about Sean Connery's involvement in this movie, mm-hmm. and he. It, it's funny to hear how excited he was and how oh, fundamental okay. he was mm-hmm. to the. He was the, more checked this, in for sure. Yeah, one hundred and ten percent. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. he he okayed all of the casting decisions for mm-hmm. all the main characters. I like Connery was the the last like the last word on all of that. They like they pretty much picked the people, but then they're like, "Are you cool with Tim Basinger? Are you cool with like mm-hmm. uh, what was his God name? The, right, the two. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Plus, Tim Basinger. <laughs> you guys are big Bond fans, right? Yeah. yeah, let's get yeah, into, let's get into that Bond a little bit. How many how many Bond movies have a bad guy with sitting in a chair with a cat on his lap? 
Or is it all the same guy? Is it it's all the probably, same? Uh, yeah. Probably it's like the same guy. five or six of them out of the 27 or is it 26? With the cat, I'm not so, I feel like, was that introduced and you only live twice with the cat? So it's probably. No, I don't think so. I think you got some of that in. For, was he you in got it, from, you Russia got with, in, from Russia with Love? Was he in it? For, how, he was only like a voice in that one, right? We don't have to go through it all was, the history. I just remember like you only lived twice. It, you for sure had it, and uh, what probably, it is, no, for sure. Spy no, who, you're right. Spy, it, who, yeah. spy who loved me or whatever. Maybe like it was in Thunderball. It. It's in Thunderball as well. Yeah, was it no? Which is probably one of the earliest ones that he they did it in, right? Mm. Yeah, because it I was goes. I trying to think of the cat thing. <laughs> it was like that guy, whatever the guy who made the whole lawsuit. He's like, yeah, and I did the I, the whole cat thing was my idea too, <laughs> and it was a white little fluffy cat. And you can't take that from me. That was my idea. Ian hates cats. He's a ferret guy. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting to think about that because yeah, there's a lot of the typical bond tropes in this movie which means that he was allowed to use it so he won over what is the creative rights of those of those pieces of the property and there's like fundamental shit in here like yeah. they say he was in here they got well, it's, uh, uh they got not Ernst, Q, it's, it's it's what's his name it's a different they call him a different name oh that's right Algernon. because but, q is mm -hmm. part of there it's not a part of that's this right that they can only take certain parts so it's algernon Mm -hmm. Right. I'm sorry. I got that flip. But like, uh, yeah, the Ernst Avro Blofeld, Spectre, uh, Money yeah, Penny, the, the cat thing, oh, Money, Penny. Money Penny. Yeah. Um, got, like the worst M in, in all of the movies. I, I hated <laughs> yeah. the hell out of that this, guy. This guy yeah. is like yeah. <laughs> on Bond's ass, but in like just uh, a like, over, overcompensating way where he like was just yelling like he was just like well, getting mad and if, stand like overdoing like he's he smashing his fists against the table and 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 just it seemed like overcompensating for something well bond didn't respect him or anything too they had all those shots where he's like talking to bond and he's like oh and after this, I'll let you come over and have lunch at my club. It's like, what the fuck? Like, that didn't land at all. Like, well, I mean, yeah, I, I guess I mean, it was just like, oh, he's you just kind of hate him even more because he's just like now on Bond's good side and going to extend this invitation. You're just like, oh, fuck you, M. And that's, you just feel yeah, like yeah, more than yeah. ever. And then not well, to mention guy, kind of his performance is just he's, over the top. and, and Yeah, he's aloof. Uh, well, he, but he, so the energy he's bringing into that. So we're kind of getting at the start of this movie. Is there? I'm trying to remember the. Oh, there's the cold open. Do you guys want to talk about that? Yeah. The most '80s part. Well, there's actually. I thought that was, I was interesting. I, like, well, not interesting. Sorry. It's sorry, not. Sorry to cut <laughs> yeah. you off. Sorry to cut you off, Brandon. But they. Well, there was this one line I had it written down. Something about a mosquito net. How like Bond was like the mosquito net to the world. Like how M was wanting him back. And I immediately yeah, thought weird. back to the beginning of the movie, which starts in a mosquito net. Formed mm. by 007 pattern. And well, yeah, it's like a white. It's like a white. That comes uh, in. And I was, was just that like, mosquito net? It looked like I'm giving it. I'm giving it some credit. I'm giving it some like credit. A, I, I was I thought thinking it was like just a graphic, like a wipe or something. Yeah, um, but, but like I really it was far away, really it looked cool. like a mosquito net, and then it zoomed into the 007. Yeah, and it starts a song, and this, and it's cold open and song at the same time. There's no uh, sequence, like title sequence, with all the visuals yeah, no. and everything. It's just the just the song with Bond um, sneaking into this base and taking out enemies, which is always fun to see. 
Um, and this song, what do you guys think about the song? I was just going to say that uh, my <laughs> thoughts were like, I do not like the verse, but the chorus is is pretty catchy. Never, never. Say I'm gonna say never. I do love that. Never, That's kind of like a. That is like the quintessential Bond song, though. Is like the the other lyrics and verses are. I mean, most of the time they're not that. Well, it's kind of. You know. It's it just represents and you. It makes you think about the time that this was in because the other movie that comes out this year is Octopussy, which mm-hmm. just it really has a similar kind of vibe. Yeah, that song, yeah. all, all time high is just kind of like this sultry leather bound, uh, uh, fireside of a of a song, and it's all cozy and and sensual and, uh, uh what do you what do you call it? Adult contemporary R and B or something? It's like yeah, it's that, like white people R and B or something. I, I don't know. What, like what easy listening. <laughs> yeah, some easy easy listening, but it's it's sultry. It's sultry. <laughs> kind of jazzy. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I, I but to to push this point even further, I do not like the mu- the music in this movie. Oh, there's a lot no, of things not I at do, all. There's a lot of things I do like in this movie, and I will touch on mm-hmm. those for sure. But I do not like the music in this. Movie. I don't care for it all. It is well. It just it is glare. The thing is, is that it doesn't fit in the scenes that it's in. So that in, in my mind alone is ineffective and not good because the music should just like almost be in the background. Like this is what is just elevating what is the visual images and bringing the like it shouldn't be present. Like, are, what is this? You know, because and, and a lot of it has to do with it trying to be really contemporary, and that's not a, re- sure. a good vibe for a James Bond movie. Like, I know that they've and there's a lot of contemporary themes and like pop culturey stuff in this, but that's not like yeah. That honestly, you're bringing up where I'm going to critique this movie the most is that it is it. It's it's got some really great highs and some really great lows. And yeah, like if anything, I would say to Thunderball is that Thunderball is just very even keel and boring. This is like has some really great stuff in it, but then really shitty stuff. Mm -hmm. But I think I would much rather have this than Thunderball because oh, for sure. they, yeah. because like some of what we're going to talk about and that's why I'm so excited to talk about dri- there's a driving conversation this episode too and I'm glad you kind of just said it right out in front kind of too because I was pondering that question that whole time I was watching this movie I'm like I'm having more fun right now <laughs> yeah, and then it would I mean, just drop I'm down enjoy- to a certain point I'm like oh god but then it would bring me back up with something really fun and then it would go into the water but just not as long as Thunderball you know yeah yeah. Definitely, and, and, yeah, and by that point, you might already be asleep during the James either. Bond marathon. <laughs> like the Thunderball shots underwater, it's just all quiet and stuff too. And it's like, yeah, let's let's do twenty minutes of soundless just, voice, yeah. <laughs> like just slow like moving, like we know, grind. We know. Like, let's, let's get there. Yeah. Somehow they at that time they're looking at at it like our ability to and it, maybe it did have this effect and, and thunderball did. probably I talked to my dad about it just like yeah the yeah the the ability to shoot underwater was mind-blowing to people mind-blowing. the same way as just like yeah. hey, okay i've never seen color, i've never seen know. film before yeah is that train coming at me oh i'm gonna run out of the theater Ooh, I'm so scared. <laughs> that's what people are doing they're like oh are we underwater i can't breathe Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh we're gonna then, get all wet yeah, oh, i'm all wet oh geez oh wait i'm in a movie oh wow that was so real <laughs> <laughs> yeah they said on opening night somebody drowned yeah whoa <laughs> not in water too the first time that ever happened <laughs> it was a true it was, nightmare on it was situation. Yeah, it was yeah a placebo it's effect all, 
Yeah, all in their head. They just drown. I think you just wrote a new Blumhouse movie. Oh my god. <laughs> the movie was it's like, I mean, a version of the ring, I guess, except it just like kills you right there. Is that all it takes for one of those? Hey. Hey, I mean I'll give it to you. I'm 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 signing checks. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, I never told you my I never told you my middle name. <laughs> I am or uh, or my surname, James Lindsay House of Bloom. House of Bloom. House of Bloom. <laughs> James Lindsay House of Bloom. Um oh, man. So also in this they went back to the Bentley uh for the, for because oh, the, the the first car he ever drove was a Bentley. And then it switched to Aston Martins, and this was like the first time he was driving a Bentley again. Since... Not a lot of car stuff. What though. is the line they say about the no. cars? Like they, they, not they a lot of cars. They stuff. don't make them like they used to, and they, they don't uh-huh. even, they don't even like sit on that before the next scene. Or I, I don't know, yeah. something like that where he makes the exact same comment about his body. Well, like and they even couldn't the like motorcycle... let it sit for a second. They like had to like just hey look at this parallel that we're making. He's the car, and it's like they I don't know. It was just kind of grating when it was right next to each other. When he checks yeah. into yeah. Uh, rehab to uh, eliminate all free radicals, which is his first <laughs> mission after the training mission, which is kind of akin, would you say, to uh, from Russia with with love, Brandon, yes. where it's the it's mm-hmm. the fake. You think it's a real fake mission, death. yeah, and you think it's it's all happening for real, and then you find out it's a training mission, and they're all using blanks, and and they're just trying to uh, trying to like keep him. Uh, fit for duty <laughs> because like the double O uh, system or whatever you program yeah. is kind of decommissioned at the moment. And so it's kind of just like, this is skyfall, the first skyfall sort of, cause it's, or I don't know. It's like from Russia, but it's, it's also kind of like, it feels like the, maybe the midpoint of skyfall when he's getting back into duty is kind of like the be- well, beginning of this movie. I, it's, he's kind of old and he's so kind of getting back into because it. But, John, man, it's rough Connery to, was, rough to it, see. I'm sorry, man. Uh, I'm done. No, you good. You good. Uh, Because Connery was 53 when they finally decided to film it, they decided to make him a retired agent coming back into the field. That is that way. uh, Yeah, that's what I like about this is because so many Bond movies, especially with Roger Moore, because he did it for so long, it is a geriatric man going through these things and no one is addressing the fact that he's old and it was kind of nice to watch this where he the okay so we're kind of already at the clinic there when we get into the first battle that it is health the farm the health farm it is the funniest <laughs> thing to me that it's really just james bond getting his ass kicked oh yeah the and entire that, time I mean, that, that like happens a lot with like the human. big strong guy yeah like there's there's a lot of time like the big big strong guy that kind of just like oh i'm gonna do this big punch into his chest and he's just completely unaffected by it but the he threw a weight at him he threw that weight it just bounced off the guy's chest like that guy is not a real man like it's it's not but it's formulaic uh, you know it's like i you he's it's it's clear that sean connery is feeling it more than diamonds are forever his last bond movie before yeah like he only lived twice where he's super checked out and just over it um but it is also going with them going through the motions as well. And he, and some of the, the beats of the story are, are formulaic in that way. And I love the look of that guy. Yeah. They're, me they're too. At rehab, by the way, or just like this health clinic where he's, yeah, he's trying to just get himself healthy for missions from M and this big dude just comes to kill him. And I love the look of that dude. I don't know. It's something about 
he, scary. His, like his presence man, made, yeah. made yeah. the battle better because uh, otherwise that battle was kind of whatever. And sometimes when he's in the weight, like the weight room stuff is kind of scary if someone's pushing weights down on you, I guess. But then it's just, it was kind of slow and plodding. Well, it had to be that type of weight machine too, because if it was just like, mm. you know, <laughs> if it was just a bar, a, a a fucking uh, a yeah. bench a bench press or whatever, like if it was just a normal fucking barbell and stuff, he could have just gone either way. But they put him in this big apparatus thing, yeah. so he couldn't do anything to get out of it. And they've done uh, that before. What was the one, Brandon, where he's on his he's laying down flat on his belly? And then and it's the, just like shaking his abdomen all around, and then like they turn, they turn it on full blast and walk out. What what is yeah, it? it? It's Thunderball. Oh my god! This, okay, so these it, are all it, these are the all analog. the same beats. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, it's the analog where he's. So I'm. I, it just made me think of like why was he in the clinic and Thunderball, and I think it's because he. He's trying to. F- in Thunderball, he is trying to he's put in the clinic because of the mission is and we haven't talked about it yet, but kind of the plot of this is there is a person at the clinic who is pivotal to stealing warheads, which is the overall like conflict and of that, that's or, coincidental in this movie, right? Like he's not yeah, yeah. he's just totally he's gonna do his he own just thing and that just happens the guy so, talking yeah. about his eyeball. And like, <laughs> no, he's like huh, he, that's something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh fought this this uh, that's that's more rough uh sex than I'm usually used to. That maybe there's something wrong, or maybe he was like, Oh, give me some of that. Right. Because hey, he's okay. he's hooking up with then his um his nurse and then he sees his masseuse. His, his, mas- his massage yeah. therapist. Mm-hmm. Massage therapist. Let's not be chauvinist. Yes, totally. Uh, um, but he sees them from across the way because you just have to understand that I guess the health clinic just has like a courtyard in the center and then there's just these rooms that you stay in that go around and then you see, well, you first see them when they enter in and there's a big, well, it kind of leads to him hooking up with the uh, massage therapist is that there is a woman who is bringing in a uh army or uh, like a military personnel guy he's a, he's a captain he's a pilot captain and captain into the uh health clinic which yes all coincidental like james bond is yeah. there on something totally mm-hmm. his own he is n- for and then this just happens to land in his lap yeah that after like this this, this scene of uh spect of a specter meeting which is like soup it's mm. very like for how long this movie is that's like very Minimal. quick how like yep. they throw all that together like hey it's me and blofeld it's a specter we got this guy on the wall he's gonna be the bad guy of the movie welcome he's interested in oil uh, uh right you know <laughs> fatima number 12 hey how's it going i'm max von saito r.i.p um which is great. It's a, he's almost like underused in this movie but very oh my know, god like, yeah. maybe just looking back on it now but i'm just just kind of like oh man i you almost i forgot as i have seen this movie a lot growing up it was one of my dad's favorites he was just Mine like, too. he always he always <laughs> like, threw it on but i always yeah. forgot about max von Sydow. i was just like oh this is the same one with max right and yeah sure enough Max shows up I on the screen it. popped collar you're talking about contemporary modern stuff he's got popped <laughs> collar he's got the 80s shades um, yeah. I thought the uh, the Spectre like crew could have been a little bit more bad guy looking. It looked like I was very inclusive like though, which yeah, I, I was, was into. I was like, wow, there's like women here, there's people of color here, there's like a bunch of different ethnicities that are being represented, well, which was which was cool, it, right? You I like mean, yes and no. I mean, we're talking about the bad guys though. I mean, yeah, if they're like, if <laughs> sure, <laughs> I mean, well. 
you know, I like how they made the bad guys. The bad guys could be women and people of color. Like that's not. That's... <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just saying it. Just it's it seemed like who they took whoever was the most co- like you know. Uh... Well, same with the uh, UN or NATO, whatever. I, they were all they were all uh, people of people of the world, and it was didn't just really kinda, see any facial like, scars. They're not. They're not. They're just. Uh, it's in, yeah. Those scenes of of people trying to diplomatically figure it out and everything and, and, and work between nations was always just like snooze fest for me as a kid. And I would be on my game boy or something and like tune back in for the funny, like action stuff, but like kind of dial, dialing into it more so in this time it like services the plot and you could see why this plot has been like copy and pasted or like why it was like mm-hmm. acceptable for them. Cause you're like, wow, was has this happened with any other movie of them just remaking it? Not only remaking it like in a different style. <laughs> Danny dropped his camera. I feel like we're on a uh, roller coaster. Ride. <laughs> we, Danny dropped us. So you got to take care of us. Woo! Um, Earthquake. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? But uh, yeah, you see why this this plot was like uh, replicated and copy and pasted. Not only in this never seen ever again thing, but within just movies in general. Of you know we and we haven't really touched on that in general. Is their pl- their plan to steal? nuclear warheads from uh, the united states and with the president's eyeball yes yeah tears the eyeball of allah. thing is cool tears of, tears of allah and they get this guy hooked on heroin do they do they show that how that's happened no they just talk oh, about wait, it. They just oh, talk that's about what ha- that's what happens at the meeting is I there miss, like okay, all of this as a kid i had no idea of like a what they, they, they got shit was. Yeah. explain that to me so the cap they hooked the ha- captain into heroin so, so that's what whatever, it was. So that, they can do, that's can how do they whatever they want. Got him in, they, that's how they yeah. got him in their pocket. Mm-hmm. Which okay. then they, they reference Spectre being uh, what Spectre stands for is it's an acronym. And he, I love yeah, that. We have accomplished Hearing, two of our things. We have accomplished <laughs> two of our things. <laughs> what is it it's like extortion terrorism if you do not give us what we want you will do a third one, a third one. Revenge. Revenge. <laughs> it's like which e is that which e was that one uh well one of them is not representative of one letter it's actually s-p-e special well then why the other ones just one letter do not think about it do not think about it i am max it's so Sando. crazy so what does Spectre stand for? It's oh god, it, he said it in it. So it's uh, I know, but it's like say it on the podcast. Sp- like uh, a sp- a special. Um, Brandon's tested right now. Oh, no, Brandon, fuck. don't look it up. I'm testing you. I'm looking at it. You no, you don't look it okay. up. Okay, okay, it is. You got special spe- special executive. Uh huh. Com- uh, uh, you got it. You got it uh um special it's a weird word um oh i know this um clint no um you got it i believe in you oh my god i got this i got this special (laughs) you know the other you know the other three executive yes but then it's terrorism revenge and extortion oh Oh. you got it what is what is the c you want a hint you want like some sort of hint yeah give me a hint give me like the first it's a it's a one word, but the first part of the word is kind of like anti counterterrorism. Close. Oh, counter 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 because they like oh, terrorism, oh. but they're counter something positive. Oh, oh, counter that, like, the I and Yeah, there it is. Counter intelligence. Yeah, you dude, you got it very close. All right, I hope oh, that was so what is it? It's, so it is it, special special executive counterterrorism. Counter- t- 
Special executive or, uh, for counterintelligence, terrorism, revenge, and extortion. That is a mouthful. And they're like expecting the, the world to like, you've got to remember this long thing that we came up with. It's very cool. And you've got to, ma- and you got to remember. Like, like the acronym doesn't even. Doesn't even <laughs> I the first word is special. Why does it have to be special? Just because you love Spectre so much. It's like a ghost. Like, ooh, we are in the shadows. We really wanted it to make Spectre the word. Well, I mean, we're not just, you know, your garden variety extortionist. <laughs> no, we're not any any quantum, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Knock off. <laughs> uh, okay, so so we had that scene. Do you guys want to say anything else on that before? I have something I gotta it's say. It's just rushed. Like all, all of no, these, I, all of I these things that we're that we're talking about uh, are introduced pretty quickly, and then it like takes a while for your mind to catch up because this is a pretty long movie. And it goes straight into the health clinic sort of thing. Um, you know, he he uh, sexes up a lady, and a, uh, she's a nurse massage therapist. Is that what you said? Uh, and he has a whole suitcase full because he's. She comes in. She's not supposed to come in, but he like drags her in, and she's got his his like healthy dinner, and he's like. No, and he like opens his briefcase. He's got caviar. He's got flaw. Yeah. He's got like vodka and wine and all the all this stuff in like this special like almost Q branch briefcase. Yeah. I thought that was so funny. Yeah, he has he like uh, he has like a ten thousand dollar go bag of like fucking like expensive snacks. Like <laughs> he looks insane. Like, <laughs> like you have such more important things to do than it's like a, well, yeah. I mean. It's but like it a gift a bag at the Oscars spa. or something, probably, right? Yeah, it, it is a day spa, though, and it makes sense that he would bring a bunch of, like, you know, his favorite little nibbles. Oh, my with God, him. I love that. Yes, the, okay. the yeah, bag, the, 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 the briefcase. briefcase. Full of, oh, full of, uh, did Algernon help him make that? I hope he did. It's, because I mean, Algernon it is, was, was so like... into the sex and the violence. Oh, that's right. He wants more gratuity. Was that the writer or was that Sean Connery saying that? Or just the writers being like, this is what we want. And now that it's really the thinking. It was the wake and a nod to everybody. (laughs) Like, they know what they're doing. It's it's the culture. (laughs) Algernon books. (laughs) Well, I think it was also like, hey, you know, this isn't, you know, maybe, maybe the last movie before this had been kind of a sleeper or something. And people had complained about that. And they were like, you know what? We're not doing like we're not doing whatever they're doing over there. We're fucking we're fucking and we're killing over here. What was the last <laughs> yeah. uh, Roger Moore was it? Amen, bro. <laughs> like, laying it out like like this isn't Thunderball. This is some shit. Like I, <laughs> I mean, it was a tall order to promise. This ain't but, your mommy's Roger Moore. Yeah, Roger Moore's. Do, yeah. Well, that was the oh, other boy. thing. Is like Roger Moore. Like so. Uh, uh, Roger Moore was 53 as like an active James Bond too, instead He's, of and that and that was why they made him retired because they were like, look, I think they were trying to be a little bit more true to form, like uh, yeah, in, which is great, something. yeah, yeah. that which probably inspired more Bonds after that, like and eventually the Daniel Craig version, you know. Well, it is interesting yeah. seeing like they do even like parodies of this movie. You got the oh, yeah. uh, lower the trope, scene yeah. with the massage which is co- completely just replicated in a funny way in Austin Powers where he, she says lower and he goes like this and he does that with his voice which is hilarious maybe? but that's yeah. like yeah that's replicating that that same thing and then guess who the fuck is in this movie 
Johnny fucking English is in this movie. Oh my god, yeah. And that's I mean that's just the parody of James Bond that comes later and But this is his first movie. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. Yeah. And he was great, man. And I also love that. I did not care. I did not care for him. He, oh, he, his underbite he, he was, was out of doing, control. Yeah, he was doing yeah, un- was unnecessary <laughs> mouth work for like what? What was the point of that? <laughs> like, it felt like he was like mocking. He is British. I know, so it felt like it, was, it felt like. So why doesn't he like just talk like a normal person? It was I like did not need to do that. I don't know why. It, was, it looked unnatural. It was, hat, it was super hat on a hat, and it was like, is he? Does he is he a self hating Brit or something like? Uh, I would but, uh, I would get that for sure because that's what he does is like Mr. Bean is like the is a commentary on the most British person like who just is like I don't know not like but it's an exaggeration not, of a British British stereotype I guess would be a better way to say that and then but like I he, I don't under like where was the direction there to tell him like you don't need to do this mouth work like you this. You, you just be like you just do this. You're a British person on assignment. in I can't remember where they were at uh, the Bahamas. Um, and like, just be that. And I, yeah, I it really, he didn't really do it. Yeah. I mean, I know he was the klutz in this movie, but what did he really, did he push anything along? I guess that would be the closest thing of like, he maybe absolutely Bond like some information that. that bond didn't already know, but it seemed like he no. was just like a, a bumbling fool. That was almost just kind of plugged into scenes to provide some, already like present levity to and, what was going on so much levity took, in this like yeah, already, where, yeah he didn't he didn't do anything like he, he, took so, his first, no. he was just he, he took his first role as a bumbling fool and made it his whole career <laughs> I, I mean, I mean I yeah that. he knows he knows what he's doing there and he did he did just that but as far as like oh he was somehow like provided something that bond didn't see in his own no he, his he own was very perspective and he could, see, he could see something that like other people that were more uh intelligent couldn't see because they're but he's like he maybe he's like more bookish or something and bond's more like street smarts but no bond's got felix and and they're good like they don't really they don't yeah. need him, you know <laughs> I, well, felix was, I like felix in this felix movie. was dope as hell in this movie yeah man because he was just very was capable lot, and you know? strong like it, it, it was so fun to see felix be more capable than bond is like he would yeah. always show up at times of like let me get oh, you out of this and he's like and he's got an Uzi too, and he's just like mowing people. Mm-hmm. I was into this feeling. I liked where... how they all kind of had like a a rapport as far as gadgets go too. They kind of he was like, oh, oh, Algernon's pen. I know how I know how that one goes. You know, like I got like one of the right. early versions, and they knew about the <laughs> as stupid as that thing was the little jetpack thing out of the submarine. He was oh like, man, oh, that he was, was like crazy. Aware. Yeah, that was crazy. But he was like aware of that, and I liked how they were all kind of like had this spy rapport with each other that kind of, they kind of were joking about like, Oh, that's Algernon, you know, or like, Hey, I haven't seen you since so-and-so or, or whatever, but that or, like, or, bled or really I had well. the first one of those pens and it blew up in my face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. That's what he says. It blew up in my face. <laughs> I'm like, damn, you, you look great. <laughs> but, like, yeah, uh, like, <laughs> that really happened. Must have some, a good plastic surgeon or something. Yeah. What health <laughs> yeah, clinic Al- is he Al- going to? <laughs> Algernon's got some plastic surgery uh, thing, but I don't know his his his. Well, the 
he's got gadgets and everything, and that's probably like it had a lot of doodads like spy gadgets, but there was something that but was here's very, the thing. Dirty, he's CIA, very dirty about his workspace and everything. It wasn't like a clean Q workspace. It had all the gadgets, and it's probably maybe like a lot of like how sp- <laughs> uh, people who like spyware and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was it was just kind of dirty and grungy, and I wasn't as excited to like be in the Q scene. That was like the well, yeah the well Q wasn't even excited to be there. The whole time nah. his whole bit is that he's like, man, this place fucking sucks. I don't want to be here. Man, yeah. I'm so so excited that somebody is getting some violence and sex in their life well, because they, you know and they do this, that, the, that that uh, joke is it is that that's not from Thunderball. It's from a Pierce Brosnan one that they replicate later. Uh, where he's like, oh, what's this? And in the, what's the Pierce Brosnan one? Was just like, that's it's my lunch. That's, yeah, yeah, it's a sandwich. And he's like, that's my lunch. And he did the same thing on this one where it's like, oh, that's for my sinuses. And I use it for my nose. And that's a yeah. funny joke. Everyone can agree that's a funny, I funny loved joke. It. Oh, and I yeah. think they even use it in like some form in like Naked Gun or something. I don't know. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's like a similar, similar sort of thing. It's a funny joke. They do it again. And there's something like, that ha- this ha- it happened first in this one, if anything. It's just funny that things are replicated from this movie, and you watch watch it, and you're like, oh, there's some nuggets in here that that are true, yeah, like true Bond stuff, like you guys are saying. Um, and then there's also how that the, the pin to that battle. I don't know if we said was uh, with the big guy at the health clinic was he throws his urine sample into his face after all of these things do not work. He tries everything on him, and he's too too strong. He throws uh, this this random vial into his face, and the guy loses it and freaks out like poison acid was well, put into his pupils. Well, yeah. And then he falls back into glass, which stabs him in the back, and that's the ultimate thing that out, outdoes him. As, After well, Bond did like the same that. thing five seconds earlier, fall, he threw him through a whole that's bunch true. of chemicals, and Bond just got right back up and he was just, he was just like the glass beaker like got like somehow stabbed I, per- perfectly through his chest or whatever and he he was out for the count but the reaction upon the lick the the urine that the hit pit? his face was well like it's because it's all vodka yeah, i was gonna say <laughs> absolutely it's, Danny, it's some sort yeah. of like sinew of std ridden <laughs> oh, sort yeah. of <laughs> biological <laughs> warfare of a, of a chemical that they should probably like have in the warehouse from indiana jones our last movie that we talked about i don't it's know just, it's just a combination of vodka and gonorrhea <laughs> drunken <laughs> drunken they like grab a mat- match from like the thing and put it on like a little pin and try to put it in the in the little yeah. sample and it, like, and it like comes out a little monster <laughs> reacts and like grabs <laughs> Oh my god! Which is Ugh. like it's it's trying funny. to be funny. It's trying to be funny. funny. It's trying. It's it's like knows what it is. It knows what it wants to do more of. There's been however many of these already. They know it what pun- it hit. They kind of know what they want. It punches those moments and mm-hmm. it, it, like it and it knows which which are the moments to throw away and which are the moments to fucking mm-hmm. play up. And they did that well. Uh, back to the health spa for a second. There's a big thing that we haven't we talked about. I know, but I need. I have, it is a, I have big, a big part of the movies, funnily enough. I've been dying to talk too. about this. Okay. Okay, so I, is this the only Bond film that like deals with James Bond's anus so much? It's like, <laughs> oh right. my god. No. First, first they're like, we're gonna send you to this health the spa to get enema? a colonic. <laughs> uh, well, first, first they say colonic and and some oh, parsley yeah, that's, tea. That's right. Yeah. Which I've, I've I'm gonna order you a colonic and a parsley tea. That's yeah, what the doctor I've says. Like that's never a... heard of that before. <laughs> yeah. 
But then later they bring it back to be like to to do another a whole another anal like <laughs> thing of like of like an herbal enema, and then when when Bond's getting the getting a massage from that lady, he's like he's like you know there's other forms of therapy for lower back problems or something like that. And I was like, did he just fucking <laughs> like for men's wow. lower, for like, men's lower back? Oh, yeah. yeah and I was oh, you're like, talking about a little was, pushing in the tushy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and I'm saying like, you sorry, know, I'm James, sorry. <laughs> James Bond is like arguably the, like the biggest like British role model and like the most like manly. He British. would hate anal sex. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. It's like, I don't know. Maybe it, Daniel Craig's. I don't know. I feel like Daniel Daniel Craig, Craig, he might try it. I think, yeah. Daniel Craig maybe, could be more into Maybe Sean Connery was like, I want definitely not Sean Connery. anal references. No, but yeah. I like, like I mean, he he it's, it's def- such a, definitely yeah. let him go. They let him go off on it. Like I, I just I've never heard them mention James, like playing with James Bond's butt so much uh, ever ever. There's just I've a never lot of thro- there was a lot of throwaway lines and stuff. And like you were talking about contemporary things and just like as far as health, health. and wellness yep. was going totally. on at this time, it was just maybe more so. It was like for sure some of that stuff was bleeding in along with the music and just some of but the yeah the throwaway lines that that they would just have of like oh well this will just be relevant and we can stick with what's relevant and and. It seemed kind of like that. It was the Thunderball story flavored with, yeah, contextually but modern things. Was the health spa thing an eighties contemporary thing? Because that yes. felt really like late seventies. When was this movie? Absolutely, yeah, early eighties, eighty three. It definitely does. Oh, okay, it definitely does feel eighties oh, yeah. with the villain no. and everything. But yeah, and around that time, it's all the yep, all the totally yuppie, yuppie shit of just yeah, people wanting to. So, so colonics were just like a go big yo- thing go at jogging the time. And, like jogging, I yeah. think. Wasn't even well. <laughs> So it's a, little, it's a little bit of conflating the two. And this is something that this is where it kind of got out of like it. it out of pocket. Much, no, it was too much for me. The dance stuff, that, aerobic dance. Sorry, I just thought of that was big. in the <laughs> too. Yeah. yeah. Aerobics in aerobics, general. Yeah. Uh, Leg warmers. And sure. But I, I was a good look. In, I'll bring it back. I was Doing into dance. James Bond being an older guy and him having to tackle those situations. But yeah, yeah. the stuff with the house bomb then started to get like demasculating. Uh, mm. Demasculating. Yeah. 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 And very geriatric. And uh, yeah. So because all Geri- of the, bu- all the butt stuff is really, all, all is it a lot. Great. It was a lot. And, and it's all at the time was, for geriatric stuff because that was that's the joke is that when you get older you got to do all of this health stuff that requires things going up your butt and well yeah maybe it was like if james bond says it then maybe more people will start caring about their prostate health oh my god i would love to know if you like saw the this the credits like and at then, the very end it's just like, like a studio note the, yeah yeah <laughs> or maybe yeah men's lives if you or maybe this. it was like, i mean you were maybe you had, like no, Everybody on set knew that like one of the producers went and got like a colonoscopy and he was like, all right, to like normalize this, I'm going to make three references in five minutes about fucking <laughs> anal that was, the, <laughs> that was the team bonding for the for the crew is they're like, we're about to start this movie. Everybody's got to go to get a colonic together. You know, everybody's getting an herbal enema. I got parsley tea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, how else is Sean Connery going to get into the role if he, he's you can't know what that is until you experience it. So if he's going to if, he, if he's going to re- react to that line, he has to have experienced it. But 
I feel like that you're, was left over from Ian Fleming, really. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you think he was into that? <laughs> oh, I yeah. mean, Ian Fleming oh, yeah. hated, hated women and definitely seemed a little, like, you know, chummy with the old boys or whatever, uh, like, from what I gather. Yeah, like, he, he clearly did not like women. So, I mean, <laughs> like, he he tried to kill as many women and, and torture as many women in the books and stuff as possible is from what I hear. Oh, he was, uh, he was ruthless. Yeah. With, uh, all, all, uh, races that weren't white and all, uh, sexes that weren't male. <laughs> so he just, yeah, yeah. He, he was very, yeah, he's very a, ruthless and not, a not a, not kind. He's towards an, yeah, the, he's, but the, the character of, of James Bond has taken many forms and that's been like fascinating to, to see as a franchise go throughout, um, the ages and within the tenure of each one of those, this is Sean Connery's last movie, technically, you know, as, as, as playing, playing this role. And the first two scenes are a training mission and a health and clinic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so those first two scenes, it's just kind of like, what, what are we, what are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing? James Bond is at, he's out of commission. He's not doing James Bond stuff. He's practicing. No. He's playing That's why they football. And- and that's he's... why they added the violence and sex line probably is because they're like don't worry like it's still james bond like we're not just we're not just like taking this to like you know wheelchair testing and stuff like <laughs> that <laughs> but... was such a weird line I, that was such like a the, it seemed like once they did it on the day they were like cheering and like fuck yeah we're back at it baby we're doing bond and but like seeing it in person you're just kind of like huh yeah, You're supposed to be excited now for yeah. For, it just seemed, yeah. Well, and also it's probably like reminds you that you're in a movie almost. I don't know. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, because it's a it's an homage to a Clockwork Orange, right? And so they're like pulling that into it and just oh, being like a little bit of the sex and the violence, uh, and then like kind of very, uh, being very you know oh we're so this is what we're about you know I know it's he's a geriatric but you know to your point Danny, you can still like, do it you can still do it Bond yeah and it's trying to like you can convince, yeah. convince you of that the whole beginning of like setting a a foundational like like okay we can he's still got it he's still got it we got him which i'm not mad at because yeah i mean there's humor uh, there and and they just there's a lot of it you know totally yeah and this movie actually inspired the song sex and violence by the use yeah oh wow oh my god no i just made that up (laughs) i don't know (laughs) oh you should have no you should own that (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah it's true guys Okay, so 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 where we're at in the plot is that there is the uh, the guy who's hooked on heroin. That's why he's at the health clinic. While he's also there because he's recovering from his eye surgery. Which that eye, Mm -hmm. my god! I just thought it was so stupid that they put this metal-looking eye on him and then covered covered it up with a prosthetic. It's like why not just put the prosthetic on it? Yeah. he doesn't need it in his face. In fact, it makes no sense because he has to sit there and look into the thing and then press buttons over here that he can't see. But if you just had a thing that you held up to it, you You're can press these right. buttons over here. Just why does, it have, to, why does it have to be in someone's face? Nobody even saw him holding his face up to it. It was right. a thing he carried around and did in secret. So it's like, mm-hmm. you don't, you have no purpose to have this thing implanted in you, totally. like which is a very intrusive surgery. If you, like, had, to, yeah. if you had to go somewhere and there was like a panel that, and then a, a security guard that was there, like I'm, I'm there. Maybe it's and then the, he's got like, a, the and then he's got like a, but then that would require like a mask of the president as well. And it was just so strange that it was just the eye, and he just had no to reason, do it on yeah. a briefcase, and they had the briefcase, Fatima. Uh, the the henchwoman, I guess you would call her femme fatale. Mm-hmm. I don't know which which one. Which, by the way, 
I don't know why I or I do know why, but I, I would always kind of confuse her and Xenia on a top from well, Goldeneye. Yeah. For sure. Like a, but you can kind of see where Xenia kind of comes from from Goldeneye because she seems very inspired by this as well. But I, I gotta say, I really like her. She's yeah, she's one of yeah, like, exciting like, henchmen had henchwoman, one of my top favorites. I don't know, like very memorable. Her death is super me- memorable as well. And mm-hmm. just her whole energy is psychotic. She and, uh, yes. is insane. Like she is a true. And I think Bond says this, and I love. This is one of my favorite lines of the movie. He's talking about Max, who is also my my favorite parts of the movie. Might be Max and yeah. uh, Fa- Fatima, and the villains of this movie are so memorable to yeah. me, and I have so much fun. Which those if Max especially takes a while to get to get rolling. But I was going to say what Bond says about Max at one point, a throwaway line, he just goes certifiable. Yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah. That, was, that was hilarious. And she's oh. certifiable as well. And, and it ah, just so, so memorable. And there's never a point where her, her guard is let down or you, you don't believe how her, cause her eyes are always just like on. She's and driven. Like, and like, yeah. On fire. I like I just love she stole the show. She absolutely I stole the show. Max too. I love Max. The other woman that he that catches him when she's fishing or whatever, that whole thing. Oh, that great. chick, uh, I thought she was oh, awesome. Yeah. I I kind of think and she was she great and everything, great and don't get me wrong. But I think that the casting should have been maybe a little bit different. So she kind of didn't because I thought she looked a little similar to Fatima. And I mm. thought yeah. You know, you could have had a, just a little bit more, uh, like variation, I guess. Uh, they, they, I just thought they looked kind of like they didn't look exactly the same and like and everything, but I just thought that like they could have been a little bit like varying, you know. That was just one of those scenes, too. And it's like this whole movie, like later, later, more movies are like this, too. They kind of both descend in this path where they get to the point where the the power and allure and mythology of James Bond is so powerful. Even to the, they've gotten to the point where the people around them just react. When oh, every, and it's so every, funny. When every single scene you see where it's like, okay, enter James Bond. Everybody reacts, and reacts. turns their yeah. head and looks at him. And every woman, I fucks the shit of him out of him and looks him up and down, no matter what. And like, when he goes they even to know who second, he is, it's just like, that's when he goes and to it's so funny when it's like spa. every scene, you know, when he goes oh. to that second day spa, though, it's mm-hmm. really noticeable because he walks in. Yeah, and they're all wall to wall, wall to wall models. And yeah. every single one of them cannot stop looking at him, <laughs> smiling, looking again, staring up and down, licking their lips, like yeah. ready to devour him. And it's like, Jesus Christ. Like they, it's like they gave everyone ecstasy. He's a fucking looking older man, but Jesus <laughs> Come Christ. On, yeah. Come on. And, well, and then also he's wearing an outfit that looks like just some guy working there. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, cover, yeah. That's cover. yeah, I love I, that cover so much. I like, love what James Wasn't Bond it amazing how Sean Connery played that masseuse? Like when he yeah. was like, he like, <laughs> he like sled into, slid into it so well. Oh my of, God. And I was like, wow, I would completely Master believe I was like comfortable in this guy's hands. He's like, okay, let's go. And he started rubbing his hands. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. I, sure. Oh man, I love that scene so much. He nailed it. And he doesn't really get the opportunity to do that a lot in the other ones. No, totally. Because like there's, yeah. there's maybe some of those where he does a like a somewhat of an accent. Like Diamond, Diamonds Are Forever, I guess, was the last one. He, like when he's the pretend rocket mm-hmm. scientist or something, he does kind of like an accent for a second or like a different voice. But doing an actual 
the cover is great. Um, but I was talking about the villain as well. What did you guys think of the villain? Did you like Max? I loved I him. I, <laughs> I mean, he's he is one of the shining like stars of this movie because he is he is a type of actor which I really love and appreciate more as I've been doing this podcast and just as I get older is like he is able to fill when he's not talking like a lot of movement and a lot of character into nonverbal stuff. And it just is so awesome to see where he'll just stop, pause and pick things up, just kind of really be about touching things and being in the scene. Yeah. Big time. That, that are, is just like wonderful to see. It's very, uh, an, an energy of uh, like Christoph Waltz, of just yes. wow good uh, comparison totally you know just being able to like chew the scene up in a way that's interesting because it yeah. doesn't have to it doesn't have to be i'm saying everything that's going on i can just like i'm i kind of get a sense of what he's thinking because of his movements and that is uh, is so fun and delightful especially because he's got such a great smirk and he's got kind of this mischievous a little bit of energy to him man he was just a rock star in this movie for me there's like a fire burning behind those eyes the whole time Mm -hmm. and he's like in a strange way like uh containing it but you know it's like it's it's just burning there and and then it does kind of come out later but the there's like this strange restraint to that over i don't even want to call it over because i love that's what a bond villain should be but he like picks and chooses his moments i think really well and it is kind of mm-hmm. a roller coaster ride with it, the pacing of it it's not all all crazy all at once or all comma it's just like when he chooses to kind of surprise you with like a little bit of like his true Energy, nature yeah <sighs> comparison is great what did you think you thought you liked him too danny yeah i did um i i've been racking my brain just now trying to figure out who it is but like there's this more recent actor that like i could i want to like look up like if he has a kid that's an actor now because he, he looks, looks like a european john gruden who's john gruden that the might be what coach? i'm thinking of the football coach the football no coach? no the guy i'm thinking of is an actor I and i fired uh, yeah, i think he like from, just got fired or something like i don't the guy know from the raiders? Really yeah, the yeah. Raiders. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 doesn't he kind of look like a european john gruden <laughs> yeah totally uh the guy I'm thinking of, God, totally I can't does. fucking, I can't think of what movie it is. I can't even think of any of the movies he's been in or roles he's played or his name at all. But he like a Jesse looks Plemons like that. or something. Who's that? He's from uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, kind of. Uh, no, the Breaking Bad. No, kid. this guy. This guy had that kind of like rounder, like kind of Germany looking face. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I'll think we'll of it later. Out. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, no, I loved him. I thought um, he had a really good control of, you know, like you like you were saying, like when he wasn't talking, he was still capturing your eye. But like also just the way that he said things, he had really good line deliveries. Yeah. Like, awesome I mean, he would, put, deliveries. he would put perfect pauses in. He would change yeah. his inflection and at the perfect moments to make things interesting and weird and kind of sinister. But at the same time, like it, all of his interactions with a. Uh, um kim basinger like uh, like that one the first scene where he's like she's like in oh let's talk about that let's talk about his little peep show show i want it let's let's catch up to it all right Uh, so we leave the day spa (laughs) 
Danny's yeah. leading this now. I love this. The guest Danny, is Danny leading train the plot. Leading the station. Get on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Danny's so, doing plot. Let's see it. So, but I mean, like, we leave the day spa. I was gonna ask you guys, so like, what's so he Bond like what spies the yacht and or no it's even before that we just cut That's the whole warhead thing and with the americans the warheads get replaced with real warheads with oh. this, like testing thing and oh. then it goes oh man and then so there's, all, his there's all the fallout of that, and they got to bring him yeah. in uh the american double, double like oh after that whole thing with the, the process yeah. of removing a dummy bomb and putting in a warhead being completely automated and nobody it, like you can one person can just be like yeah we want to fucking nuke in this it thing. was the president and no, it was only the president the, that could do it and, and he it could thanks just, you for doing that that was my that was the icing on the cake for me it was like it was automated with a robot that is true yeah <laughs> why does there need to be the <laughs> you have yeah but then like uh, i mean those rockets is, and missiles were so silly looking Whenever you see American yeah. defense, like that kind of shit, there's like two keys that two people have to turn at the same time and shit. It's never mm. like, yeah, if the president says this, this robot <laughs> jumps in the thing, nobody even knows about it. Like, the fuck it's, an, it's a locked room. Thank yeah. you. And you're welcome. Like, it was insane. And uh, they were but, on a, on just a base. And then there's like a room that seemingly was just off to just the all side. Just robots and bombs. And so it's <laughs> yeah. just like, we're, we're in like a, so the way that I've, I got like a space. <laughs> spatial awareness of this place is that like we're in a center command on uh, you know in generic u.s no what was it it was a military u.s military base in the uk or in france yeah it was something like that and then it so was, there's yeah so there's yeah, this base like but i love that there is a room just for the president that would be like, here's mission command. Here's like, if you were to look at our, our the, like it was the just the briefcase the... though. It wasn't even a room for it. It was just like, he took the briefcase in there and the origin of that and... briefcase just seems like it's a hacked thing that the villain put together or something like that. But for him to be in the meeting, I guess it's just a matter of like, I'm going to do it then. Cause that's the timing of it. They're about to launch. I'm going to go in this, what what was that room anyways? Was that just like the well, and then, that's what I'm saying? Is so I don't know. No, pull, it was like a pulled, stairwell. Okay. But you pulled pulled down these things that then they took the briefcase and they plugged it in. So you're right, but I just oh, assumed so so I, okay. I was assuming that the briefcase. I was, was like, just, does it connect to Wi-Fi or something? Like I, I didn't see him <laughs> plug it in. Like I I didn't quite understand why that wasn't part of the machine already, like how that is. Cause you're right. There's like a hacking yeah. of the system where there's this particular briefcase that he was given was able to do this eye skin, which it's like, why wasn't the eye skin there already? Like, but then uh, again, the thing that just is all, it was funny the entire time is like, so there's just this room like that just exists that to the right is. over here yeah. that the president, if he's ever here, which is probably never going to be here is just like <laughs> walks over there by himself and closes the door. And there's then, no, is that what was, that's not what was chooses to blow but something up. Or can, not. It's like, but anybody, anybody can <laughs> go in there if they want to. Right. It's just the president does. No, use it sometimes. There, no, but there's like, there's a, it's almost like an airplane where you have to pull the thing after pressing a code to yeah. get in. So you're right. The, not okay, only the I president. I just don't understand what that room is. Yeah. It's right. Just, okay. It's just no, no, do, that's it's what just I'm asking. Important shit. Yeah. How about how about this though? So they put Master an eye implant. No one in it. In this, they put an eye implant in this guy's face, right? 
so he can Which use they the pres- cover up with a prosthetic mm-hmm. because right. the, because the sure. eye looks but like follow- it's uh, like a satellite. And then oh, it's a question: Why can't you just wait, make wait, the fake eye wait, look wait, wait, normal? That's that's wait, what I'm wait, saying. That's what wait. I'm saying. Why not just make the prosthetic the eye? Wait. Why did he have to get surgery? Why, do you, why does no, it no, have to no, look no. metal? Wait, but it's there. But guys, the briefcase—it's bejeweled. The brief, but guys, the briefcase is their invention too. That's his fucking cute right. briefcase thing that th- that Spectre made. So then, right. why do they even need the fucking eye thing? <laughs> what are you doing? Then, like, you need the president's eye for this thing that you made to then launch a bomb. Why isn't it just a briefcase that plugs in? You press a button and it puts a bomb in there. You know, like yeah, uh, bypass what, that shit. Bypass the eye technology. They like, just wait, that's why the is thing, that also that's the automated thing they process? Can't bypass, you they know, need that's... the president's eye to operate. <laughs> air fucking thing like that but that is like you? that is a key moment in thunderball right like a rude and then, goldberg fucking it's like a warm plan to, to, <laughs> to get a new and it's like so crazy but i mean it's the 80s they're like finally we have the technology to get superfluous so like but that's kind of what the story <laughs> that's a that's a story element in, in thunderball as well right it it's like the mm-hmm. warren zevon character or, or whatever that kind of has to is like that the pawn he looks like warren zevon but warren yeah. Zivon, oh okay no. i was like he's in it I he just looks back. just like him in that movie it, it's yeah. funny but yeah uh, and it's kind perfect. of a similar thing where it's <laughs> and it's it's just that plot and and it's again like that a movie that's just been replicated and copy and pasted so it's just interesting seeing a different take on it and this is like i guess the 80s like new technology version of it and them trying to showcase technology in this movie is, is just one of those things yeah. that just age doesn't age well whether like it's, how you know, much doesn't age well whether all, it's like yeah. the screens or it's like hey how does it look to have a ballroom sort of gala almost looking room filled with vi- like stand up video game we, chess, let's you know? get there let's start okay. yeah, yeah, so Danny that where are we that, yeah we need to okay. we need choo, to choo, like, choo, get there trains leaving trains leaving the healthcare do, clinic yeah we gotta Woo! get there because that is worth the, we're starting Danny, the mission Danny's gotta go how much time have we already been on this yeah, like, well, we, so um in the thing fast forward done there then uh what's the next scene we got the fucking yacht right we've got fucking what do they call uh, the flying saucer which originally it's called disco volante oh. which i love that name but now it's, That's it's way it's, cooler it's this one yeah. is is in english they so just call the flying saucer Lame. what does volante mean what does volante it's just mean? flying saucer in uh, italian i think mm-hmm. uh, uh, disco means flying hmm volante let me let me look should we break down our latin try to try to uh, it's probably source out, the, source out the etymology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's the Latin root word for disco? Volante, <laughs> volante is probably yeah. Disc, disc, disc. Like uh. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, flying, you're right. Like volante disco, is yeah. flying, and then and volante then disco flying. is dipped. Mm-hmm. Because huh. it's a, a okay. derivative of the it sounds, way, it sounds way more fun. <laughs> That's all yeah, you're doing disco at a volante, disco. You're just getting on the di- you're getting on the plane. You're getting on the on the dance floor. It, just, it would be a great porn know. name, Disco Volante, or like, oh, yeah. like maybe, maybe like a DJ or something. Dude, it's my like Twitch D- name. DJ I, I Twitch Disco name. Volante. It's my oh, Twitch really? name. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like my uh, yeah, I used hey, to like video games and stuff. <laughs> 
Yes. I love it's, it. It's a great it's a great pseudonym or uh, alias. Well, maybe you should start doing porn on Twitch. <laughs> hey, then, I never thought boom. of it, but you're right. It does sound like a great, especially like 80s or something. Yeah, I mean, in, in this <laughs> in this movie, but Flying Saucer, come on. That just, that just removes, and especially how it's put on the boat. It's like this, the boat's a big part of this movie, and it's just kind of like put in this really small space on the side of the boat that looks like, oh, we have this boat for the movie, and it's got to get taken off at the end. Let's just put it in one little tiny spot, like on the top. Um, yeah. And then, do you okay. do you guys want to talk about his little? Is that where we are? On the oh boat? yeah, oh about yeah, about his oh, little yeah. spot so, and like you get introduction of the villain and Kim Basinger, who's doing some dancing aerobics yes, with her is. partner. After the introduction of this boat in the whole control room, uh, Max goes into his voyeuristic uh, sort of little no or windowless. What is he doing a two, two-way mirror? It, it's like a it's a command room, Everything. but it's then like command room, the yeah. wall, but he's got the a wall of computer commanding. What are we talking about here? What is he doing? Oh, he's just you know. Uh, his like, newest, he's a, he's an entrepreneur. His newest thing is uh, oil, stuff. I guess. I don't business know. Stuff. Everybody's got a room like that in their house. It's are you bullshit. kidding? Like, it's all bullshit. All these like light up buttons and printouts and like you know. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of, a bunch of guys just know, sat, you know, looking at wiggling needles and stuff. Yeah. The one, one guy's screen was just like re- was repeating tears of all it. Like I looked at it earlier in the scene and they, they cut <laughs> to the next scene and it was just repeating that same screen over and over again. It said like tears of all it with random code on it. And it was she was just yeah. looking at like yeah. <laughs> it was just repeating was, the same screen over and over. Well, yeah, one of the computers just said all work and no play makes better. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, that was classic. Uh, but then yeah, so then the wall of like buttons and dials and display screens slides over, and then it's just a fucking ballet studio with Kim Basinger and some dude. And also, this means that he has a ballet instructor. On his yacht Living. for yeah. his, for her. What that's, a, I'm, that, I'm fine. I'm fine. That's her one thing. You, she she likes to dance. Yeah, she, that's her she, one that's, thing. That's, it keeps her. That's when you know happy. you've made it is when you can have like a live-in ballet instructor for well, dude, your. If, it's not yeah, the two hundred foot yacht. It's wait, fulfilling. Wait it's, <laughs> the dancer would be way cheaper than that. <laughs> Well, you can have that right. dancer for five years. And it's, also, it's fulfilling <laughs> both of their fantasies because she likes to dance and he dance likes to watch. Was. That mean, dance instructor could have been, you know, he, Max, treated, Max treated him so much like the hired help. It just really colored his character. There the was dancer? This, this, uh, the the instructor yeah oh, he didn't even he, acknowledge his, his not even acknowledge no, his existence when he walks Where in the, the guy knows thanks, to just get thanks, the fuck Steve. out thanks for helping my girlfriend oh, no. get better at dance not even they, we don't and he just looked down and just out yeah, yeah. down and out no like, eye contact yeah but like, his, his uh, but, introduction was already unsettling and the way they both look at him hitting those very like scary piano notes in the middle of this god awful tango song i love it's just like oh, a, I love a, a motif yeah. of a of a song that i just don't want to keep hearing again but that the piano introduction was really cool his first real like menacing besides being a voyeuristic kind of perv sort of thing which is i don't know not everyone's got their kink whatever if you like he's a villain if, he's yeah a villain, he's a villain though. if yeah, you like to watch your lady dance it's cool like, i was just wondering she doesn't know about that 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 thing no which, not at yeah, all which, no which makes it i mean he just loves that i'm sure but, uh, yeah yeah but uh did you think he was gonna he gives her a necklace for a second like what are you gonna say what are you gonna say what are you gonna well well you think if they blacklight that room what's what's it gonna look like he jerks off in there like what's what's the blacklight situation in there yeah like you didn't see the the big bottle of cetaphil that was in the background (laughs) (laughs) like yeah like 
There should have been just tissues all over the floor. <laughs> when he's walking around, when James Bond steps in there, you just hear this crunch sound. It's like he's stepping in gag. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, but, he just but looks no, like that like, dog with the paper stuck on his hands. Oh, no. When he turns on, when he turns on the music, and like at first, I didn't think. I didn't think that was the music playing that they were dancing to until it cut to that room and you heard the music. But like, I was like, it, cause yeah, it didn't feel mixed. like, it didn't feel like uh, ballet music or it didn't feel like tango music. Even no, it, it was, it was, like, it was kind of a tango. I think it was kind of a tango is what they like, what they said to. And then he brings it back when she's being sold as a, uh, a human person being sold to, to people that he plays that song again. It's just kind of like, Oh God, not this song. Again. Yeah. It's got the piece of shit. Uh, well then like, fucking all right so before he bangs on the piano when like he's in that room and then she's dancing with the guy like and it cuts back or whatever yeah i totally i i was like is he about to because i mean like he's like stretching out in this chair and i'm like uh-oh this is gonna get <laughs> weird uh but then but then like so when he's talking to her or whatever so i mean what he does to set himself up as a as a bad guy is awesome in the same sentence that he gives her jewelry says it's the most valuable mm. thing besides her right. that he possesses yeah. so like not only is he like in his mind he's being sweet but at the same time he's literally telling her that he owns her and shit and then mm -hmm. also but then when it when she's like what if i leave he's like then i'll just fucking slit your throat or whatever like oh and he God. does it in like a kind of quinky dink like haha matter of yeah. fact and then just pops out the door and oh it was like God. that was perfect because and he it does was this like, little hand thing where he like kind of i don't know he almost does like a shh and then like waves yeah and, he and, does like, and he's just so he's so confident of himself and he's just so like like fucking you know i'm gonna do uh, like i that like i'm night i'm being nice but then i can be a fucking piece of shit and like i and like he's confident about it he doesn't care he's like doesn't even stop to see what she thinks about it that he's just like yep yeah, that's that and walks you can out pretty much yeah it's, it establishes their their connection kind of like the the power well you know dominant he has control no over and, and, and the prison, captive, prisoner yeah. aspect of it almost is it is it like a, a stockholm syndrome sort of thing or how, what is what is this relation and i was even... later on i was starting to question if uh the only reason they were together is because he was trying to get to her brother or if they were already together originally and then a connection well, and like oh i'm already probably. dating her like i should uh, yeah. or i'm already with her I sh i'll just re reach out to the brother but i was thinking like it would be that much more nefarious if he used her completely and the only reason they were together at all is to get to the brother and i think i would like to think that too and then he kind of sure. passed her out when like the plan people? was coming to fruition fruition he's just like i don't really need you anymore but it didn't it didn't hit on those notes as as much but i was trying to decide which came first what was that would you ask I said, are you saying we need a prequel that's just all their backstory? Like how well, they there's, met. You it's haven't seen like... Never Say Never? <laughs> this is Never Say Never again. You haven't seen Never Say Never? Dude. Wait, we got to do another episode. We got to do another episode. <laughs> are you kidding? Never, never <laughs> okay. say never. Never again. Well, never. Nobody was smiling. Like, never, so I was like, it, is there actually a Never Say Never that I don't know about or something? Because I gotcha. read that the reason why it's called Never Say Never based off of uh, Sean Connery told his wife he was mm -hmm. not going to do another James Bond movie. And then when he went and did this and he was talking to his wife, she was like, well, you can never say never again because you fucking 
Mr. James Bond. I so this is going to be a non non spoiler for the new movie, but there was a really great opportunity in the new movie where James Bond says that um, it's it's to the effect of like I got nothing but time. Dude, that is kind of a spoiler. <laughs> what? I mean, that's oh, a, that's a very key line travel? in the Bond universe. <laughs> is he going to no, time travel? He, yeah, he is actually Doctor Strange. Uh, no, but there, there's this uh, line where he says, that, yeah, like, all I got is time, essentially. And then they should have a said... A key line from Honor, Honor Majesty's Secret Service. If this is a spoiler, then let's stop. Because man, no, I, it's I, I not. Don't... It's not. It's I'm not just a saying spoiler. that's a very key line that they bring back to the, to that movie. Yeah, for sure. But that I'll, I mean, I'll watch that... out for it. <laughs> but, but yeah, so what I was getting at though is is that then the response should have been in the movie is. I have no time to die. You know, it's like, because he's talking about having all the time in the world, but I still don't have it. I, I don't have time to die in that kind of dynamic. And there was like, it's, I got to die. I heard originally. I got to die another day. I heard originally <laughs> the line was, "I've got shit to do today," yeah. and then, <laughs> and, but I don't have time to die. I yeah. got to die yeah. another day. Tomorrow never dies, so it can't be tomorrow. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got to let me check my planner, <laughs> see what my what's on the schedule. Uh, thing we all know, dimes are for. But yeah, just like the use of the movie name in James Bond movies is pretty consistent there's a fair amount of it and it so cheeky at the end of this though it's so incredibly well, cheeky so you were talking this. about you were talking about him uh essentially... like when it, with the sex and violence thing kind of you know breaking the fourth wall but then uh, this is one of the few i wouldn't mo- say that was breaking the fourth wall he no he but was... at the end of this when he winks to the camera oh that's my a, god that's, that's what i'm getting yeah that's yes insane. absolutely insane uh, and, and they said like the only other Bond movie that kind of does it is at the George Lazenby, yeah, yeah, which James when, just brought when, up, yeah. When he's like narrating for some reason or something, mm-hmm. that's it's, is that the what you're talking about? It's Honor Majesty's Secret Service. He's yeah. Like, he there's a woman far away, and then he's standing on like a top of a bank and then he just says out loud kind of what he's thinking, and then but the way that it's the it's shot is that it's like. Then it's like it a cut, VR, yeah. It cut, cuts in on, on him looking at it. And so there's this weird thing of like he is breaking the fourth wall because he's looking directly into camera, but then he's also kind of just oh, so he's saying, saying it out loud because that's what's he's, happening. He's pontificating. Mm-hmm. Can we but, uh, get to the charity event with all the arcade shit? <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. So something that, that happens weird. when he walks into the event, which is one of the like a classic thing in my mind as a child, which I just love the scene. And when he kind of just does these cheeky things, and I can tell Sean Connery revels in it and enjoys it as well is when he takes the uh, guy who's, who has the list aside and punches him when he's not on the list, puts him in the little, uh, whatever closet, like a closet for coats, coat closet or something (laughs) like that. And, uh, what do you call it? And, uh, a closet for goats. A closet for goats. <laughs> and, uh, he gives him this device that he says will, has a gyroscope and will blow up if he moves it and then walks so away. Was that, 
And then the, way that's, like pay, the, the way that's paid off at the end is he comes and he, he's like, thank you so much. And he grabs it. And then it's a, just a cigar case. Cigar and case. It's yeah. so I fun. That. That's just so much fun. I that, Like that I kind of stuff that. is just like a blast. And I missed him that, picking like, while, it up. While it's. But uh, it was awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, no, that's all. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, dude, it was great. I, but oh, I, I love that. It's a very memorable yeah. scene for a movie that, like, I think a lot of people haven't. Well, I don't know. I, they, they don't I blame speculated you for not when he, it, but just it's not like a classic movie, but that's a classic scene. I speculated when he handed it to the guy that it was not a bomb, but then I missed the part where I, uh, somehow I I missed the part where he picked it up out of his hands and it was just a cigar case. Well, he, I, so yeah. see, he does that after the sequence that I would love to talk about. Probably Let's get into it. Yeah, I just had to give a little pin to that moment because yeah. that was so great. But he rolls in, everyone's looking at him already, but whatever. It's just like the scene, just, of, the scene of James Bond walking into a casino is already so fun. Does the casino stuff, but then where does he go next, Brandon? That's the problem is, is that then James Bond is it goes to a arcade area of the mm-hmm. casino. Big and room. that is Big not, a, not a good look for no. James Bond. No. I would no. I would be it, curious now thinking about it is are were they not allowed to do Baccarat or just do any card games for that? I don't know. Maybe uh, that said, was a Fleming thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a Fleming thing and he didn't win that. But man, to think that video games would be the substitute for that. Damn. Like you should have done a crap scenario or they've um, done that. And this is just like lad or something, something that Max is into, I guess, and they're trying to be like modern and, and contemporary and everything. But that, that room itself looks so strange. When it's, it's like just, uh, it's just, it's just centipede. And just like this one other game, there's really not like many other games. It's really just, just like, like space invaders. Just like yeah. A bunch of copies of it. There's, but there's not that big a variety and they're not really, I don't know how they're organized. It just looks kind of dingy a bunch of smoke this is 1983 though what a big room it's not a small room it's a big room bunch of like uh yeah like you're saying represent there's a bunch of different types of people there it's just funny seeing all sort all different walks of life playing video games because you go into like a a lot of people didn't play play video games uh, now but like i was arcades at that time were just a a lot more like I would I have loved know, if like it was nerd, a children. nerdy, nerdy uh, children. Maybe, yeah, yeah, mainly children. Sure. Like that's I would, the thing. But it's like, like a new like a technology that they're trying to show off, and it's interesting, and it, it just outdates itself so well, and it's just like they're just ca- they're cabinets, you know. See, I would have loved it. If it. You know what it should have been, which would have been more action and fun, is if it was a pinball scene. I'm into that, honestly. Yeah, the pinball like, wizard. Yeah, yeah. There's so much action on a pinball table that you can show. You know, mm-hmm. the, cool. you've got have them do pool, sure. dude. Like that'd be kind of cool. Pool would have uh, well, been sick. Pool would have been sick. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, like, but you can tell scene? that what have, what like, it was is it's 1983, and they're trying to appeal to the new generation. They're trying to be like, right. oh, look, video games exactly. are in James Bond, exactly. you know. And so it's like that's what they're doing. But that's why I say pinball is because pinball yeah. was. Uh, I mean, pinball was he's like on, yeah, he's an older pinball was old news though compared to like. You know, Space Invaders was like, whoa, that I mean, that to them was like the VR of our time like that. Like, so it it doesn't it doesn't track well now. But I mean, at that time, they were like, oh, look, James Bond's in an arcade like it was. The, know, one of our I, older, older James, oldest James Bonds ever is doing arcades too. So that's what that I don't know. That disparity is a little, little hard, I guess. Where it's just like, no, not like being ageist or anything, but it's just like 
typically in, in older age, some of your, you know, hand-eye coordination maybe and some of your like reflexes and all that stuff. He's still sharp and all that stuff, but video games takes a lot of that stuff. It, if it wasn't like more game like pool or something where it is like well, taking turns or more I'll methodic or something like that. But if we can talk about the game that Max challenges him to, this game that okay, Max well, comes up with, which is kind of like... But how do you a have a hologram of, okay. in one scene? I'm, I, I'm sorry, I don't know. No, tell me. How I'm do you excited. Have a, how do you have a hologram in one scene and then fucking space invaders in another and it's like what like they, you you're talking about like a technology that has not even come out yet and then like it, that that's what kind of like makes the arcade like, scene even more of like fucking what are we well, doing i mean I, I guess so, if I, and I'm, I'm not trying to make an excuse for the movie necessarily but it's just kind of like that's the villain's thing that's what he's into that's why he has the arcade room this is a charity for children so i guess it is like yeah. but there aren't really you know this is all all adults doing these things so it is just in a ballroom in a very like I don't know. But that felt like, like a, a studio note. Like, room they were like, and, you got to get it's all like a wood finish for then. all of like the, it's a wood finish for that, his main game and everything. And seeing that combination oh, cool. of, of those two things, it looks kind of cool, but also it just like, it's such a clash of, of style and, um, and culture at the time for like an old outdated, almost kind of like franchise kind of, coming back anew and trying to do this thing it just reeks of yeah trying to appeal to like a younger younger generation um i think but what did you think of that that game brandon so that's a, the overart like the big point that i would make and man it would be so great if people involved in james bond would hear this is that that's not a good move. That's not a good look for you. It is never <laughs> going to be a good look for you where you James Bond. And that's the thing that blows my mind always is, is that they can be incredibly sexist and racist and hold on to older ideals. But then then they're going to just casually latch on to whatever's hot and trending and and you do it with such terrible like finesse you think like pandering yeah yeah you're gonna pull in all of these what the young people are into shit and it's like now as a person at my age i would i now kind of having gone through like different uh, uh certain phases in my life where video games were cool they still are cool for sure i love playing video games but I've gone to uh, I've gone to Las Vegas. I don't want to see a video game machine area like I want to go play fast and loose with my money at card tables and at classic gambling games. And it just blows me away. Yeah, it was a weird clash. That, that how do you when, oh, how what? How do you think that's what people want? Is I want you to replace the Baccarat with video games. And well, they, so how do you do... feel about the video poker scene in No Time to Die? Spoiler alert. Oh, you mean James the, Bond the, the half hour that... scene of him just playing video <laughs> poker? Or, like, or when or when Daniel Craig did that TikTok dance. Yeah, oh my god, that was great. And then he like he, like he started doing the VR and then yeah, he's just he's just like most of the movie was in like him in a VR headsuit. And then just yeah, and, then, and then battling Blofeld uh, and Rami Malek yeah. that way. It was really cool. And all of his emojis. And they, they say do. no time to die like 10 times in the movie. Like and it's almost like at the end of like certain scenes they just be like, "Oh, Oh, are you way, serious? There's no time to die. 
And then it, really, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I kept going. I kept going with the bit. I'll, I'll, I'll reel myself You're getting in. Me. You're, but you know, there's I'm something about that. <laughs> I like. I, I have a weird affectation for that video game scene, and I realize how dumb it is and how like out of place it is in the Bond universe. But there's something about Max and how like in his element he seems while doing it, and how like it's just something that he seems so serious about and he's like convicted in, in like the, the ser- seriousness of, of the whole machine. Um, but only to an extent, I guess I like, I kind of like the wood finish. It's interesting. The joysticks bother me because they're loose. Like when they let them go, they yeah. just kind of slack to one side or the other. And that's just kind of annoying, but they do this thing with the, each country that they are battling to take over. Like, I don't know, like almost risk style or something. They like domination. Rip a, they rip apart, yeah. yeah, and they rip apart the country like orange peel style, and then round it all the way about uh, on this like three D surface, all the way from like in a box almost in a cube. And I, I I noticed how they like split it up like that, and there was and it break break it up into like little polygons or uh, triangles or whatever. And there's just like stuff about that where like at the time it just seemed like uh, some sort Do of. Do you understand real, that fully at real. all? fully realized and, like sort of thing of just like and the oh. geography was not accurate <laughs> well just like how they do you understand like how they like kind of ripped apart the country and in, in in like an orange peel sort of would for like you know the world is a globe and the way that they make it flat yeah. is they kind of like I've it's not it's where, not yeah it, it's kind of like segment so they kind uh, of do that and then they like yeah. assign it to a cube almost and it goes all the way around this cube and then they're facing each other uh within the cube and then each section of the country is broken up into polygons. But like, I don't that know. I, that I get. I, I'm just, I'm talking about, I didn't quite understand like, like what the, they are actually doing. Oh, so I, I got it a little bit better this time because like, I, I thought they were just like shooting for like random triangles, <laughs> but they're not, they're not random. They're actually like, okay, so. They're like a country. Each one is a, is like a specific value. Like and then uh, when they pick the country, like whatever it starts, and then like certain polygons will light up, and the first person to hit that polygon will get the points. Oh, I didn't what? see the lighting up before. Yeah, I, okay. This is the first time I've seen them okay. many times. While, I never saw the light up. While part. they're doing that, then I'm sorry. Uh, oh, no. While they're doing while they're doing that, then they can they have two missiles that they right. can shoot at each other, mm-hmm. and then you have a button to shield mm-hmm. yourself from the missiles. Infinite shields, right? No, uh, I, I, yeah, I think so. I don't know about that. But I mean, one, yeah. there's only two missiles to block, so I mean, yeah, it, right. missiles and shields. I guess there's and enough shields. Yeah. There's enough shields, right? That's and if you block someone, <laughs> if you block someone's hold, missile, their danger level their danger level goes up, which gives them a shock. And then if you give if you do a success, successful missile hit, then it'll give them a shock. And I'm sure as points go up, that attributes to like shock level as well. But this is the first time that I was like, oh, you do have to go for, for specific triangles. First person to get get that specific triangle gets the points, and they're all trying to like navigate it in this small little screen. The screen them. in front of them. Yeah, it was it mess- is, it was it's messy it's me- though. Yeah. yeah, messy is a great way to put it because it's it's already something that seems out of place. It's a new new game entirely. They're trying to introduce rules <laughs> of a new game. That they, they had to do so with. much. Do you think for, uh, such, for such a small payoff? You know. Do you think they, in a in a perfect world. Do you think that they're introducing this as an actual gambling game? <laughs> like, do you like, think they that, they, think that like, it's going to take off after this? Yeah. 
Like they're Do you think like they ahead created of the a new yeah like they no. just invented blackjack essentially you know I mean it, no. it's it's like risk yeah like risk or uh, civilization <laughs> or, or something like that I don't know the the idea of like world domination in a game I guess is like something that that's presidents in other games but the idea of like oh yeah you got your domination ch- uh, <laughs> chest at home and it's like this double the size of a pool table and takes up a whole room and it's made out of wood and like there's electronics and woods that are just like <laughs> deteriorating and bending the wood in weird ways with all the heat and shit and it's just like yeah it was good the first month and then i don't know max said there was going to be some uh fucking engineer that come out and technician but i haven't heard from him ever since the whole thing the whole party where he said he was getting into oil i don't know how what came out of that Guys, I'm going to propose something to you guys. I think we should open up a James Bond-style casino in Vegas and call it the Money Penny. Oh, I love that. I love that. Great. Okay. I like okay. That. Continue. And then we will have, like, a room that's like has, like, the whole domination setup. Oh, like, my God, to- dude. That's it right there. Yep. And people have to sign waivers, and they could get shocked to death. Yeah. Dude, you know, we could awesome. just do this all in VR, right? No, That's, I want yeah. like I want it to be real. <laughs> <laughs> You're a man. We have the money, You're guys. Such a we max. have the money. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna um, make our own casino. Is that what you said? Oh, yeah. First the casino, uh, well, then the table. The only reason we're doing the casino is so we can get that sweet table. Yeah, yeah, It's just an excuse but for I mean, that. I wonder a, where that prop is. A James Bond oh, casino is that. a really sick idea, though. Could you that, imagine? That, that is a great idea. Dining table. Is great I want that too. to be my dining table. And like all the dealers have like facial scars and like oh, <laughs> like wow. look all there stadium be, stuff. That'd be a great Fake restaurant. Eyes. Yeah, like all this, all the waiters are themed. It's all themed and everything, dude. Don't well, tempt, don't tempt me with a good time. They had that Star Trek experience in uh, like mm. the like a Hilton or something in Vegas for a little bit, and like your dealers were like Klingons and different like. Oh yeah, uh, I heard about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't want the Never Say Never experience where it's like a urine thrown in my face, and then I have to play a game that <laughs> shocks me, and then I get attacked by sharks and <laughs> get wet, <laughs> get a colonic, get cold, get like room, get like room temp- <laughs> Room tent like <laughs> foie gras shoved in my face that's been sitting in a suitcase for who knows how long. <laughs> a lower back massage. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta uh, take care of those free radicals. So um, when he walks into that, when he walks into that casino, he takes a gun and he drops it into a, like a uh-huh. ice bucket. Uh-huh. Did you guys catch that? Is that was so that the weird. was that the guard's so weird. Uh, gun or was that? His it was gun? like. It was. I, it was. It wasn't his gun. Uh, jacket. It was, wasn't it, it wasn't. It wasn't the Walter. Because, Walter, because it was like, it was a fucking nickel-plated, like yeah. n- almost. Nazi I think it was the guy who was taking the list. He like uh, punched him and then pushed him into the, the closet of coats and uh, <laughs> and then like grabbed I mean, his grabbed his gun the, and then ditched it. He just. I'm just saying he dropped it in that bucket, right next to like a whole table full yeah, of people. That was cool. And that you're was in a cool. casino. It's just, well, I just think it's insane. People if you saw somebody react. walk into a casino and just drop a gun into an ice yeah, bucket, you'd be like, probably react. hey, uh, who the fuck's that guy? And <laughs> what are we doing? Like, it, yeah, that, that just seemed like a wild move. And it kind of blows your cover, like, kind of, in a way. It, like, Dude, he does I not mean, give a fuck. Especially dude, in this movie, he, he does not give a he, fuck. He goes back and forth because when fucking Mr. Bean shows up, he's like, yeah, you're just running around yelling my name. But then, like, the rest of the movie, like, he, he always he never like really tries to hide his cover. It just like, no, not then, at all. Yeah. 
I mean, he introduces himself by name to everybody, like, and everybody, and like all the bad guys always know it's him. Like he walks, he boldly walks into every trap and everything. Yeah. So like, it's weird that they had this part where he's mad at, at the dude for blowing his cover when it's like, dude, you introduce yourself to everyone you meet. Yeah, he's, it's just what they want in the scene, and they're kind of just doing a lot of throwaway stuff and, and doing things in the moment, I feel like, um, that as purposeful and, and trying to reach out to the younger audience, you know, as that arcade video game scene was and how successful it is, I think, is just only a testament to time. And as time goes on, goes on, I think it's clear that it's just not as successful as maybe they wanted, and it's not going to be the... Domination is not going to be the newest, hottest trend, unfortunately, but... After that, uh, Bond does win the game for the rest of the world against Felix. And um, when he's about to pay out uh, all that money that would have gone to charity uh, (laughs) that Bond is stealing from, uh, he decides to uh, (laughs) instead take one dance with... um, What's, yeah, her, yeah. what's her name? Domino. Yeah. Domino, which I think is a pretty cool. That's a cool bond. Like, fuck the orphans. Bond, I want a tango. Name is, uh, Domino. I was almost thinking that'd be like a cool like oh, pet, yeah. pet name or something is Domino. Too. Yeah, a great cat name. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that I, you know what? I really like this dancing. I think Sean Connery is a solid like guy. Has good stature as you know. What is how old is he? It's like fifty three. You said and fifty two. Fifty two. He's got yeah. natural like he's good, a he's good a tall body dude. Charisma. And, yeah. Like, you can tell he's like has training as a ballroom dancer. Kim Basinger is great as well. They reveal a lot of plot elements and uh, and share a lot of information that is very important between one another within a scene that is populated by people around and she is reacting, looking at other people while she's reacting to the people that like Max, who's uh, the perpetrator in killing her brother, which that's what's revealed is the biggest thing. But I like how the choreography matches the dialogue and how he'll he'll say a certain thing with a certain twist or drop or something like that and then and their ma- tango and then, was flawless yeah it was it, it was, was good it, yeah it was yeah. it was just like it was i thought a pretty like uh sus- like suspenseful way of revealing information in the in the action because it was there was an exposition going on in that scene that i thought was like effectively handled in a fun james bond sort of way and then at yeah. the end max grabs her and he's just like that's her that's his property man it's it's just like rough to see but he just well, like grabs her and does that little like slow clap when and no one else is clapping it's just so awkward seeing this whole room react to how how strange uh max is handling the situation and, and then, possessive uh, i mean he cuts the music that is such good oh that that is all what you just described is such good shit in this movie that's yeah, really that fun because like having them having a conversation about plot points on the ballroom dance floor is mm-hmm. such a like give me more of that like this is we're getting through story but we're having fun doing it that would be in and a daniel it, craig movie too that'd be like in any, any james bond movie oh that any was james. like that, that was smooth and slick like and they, they, they do they do that numerous times like uh yeah. what's her name oh, like dance scenes on... where they have conversations and stuff yeah no 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 i just mean like yeah. how slick how <laughs> slick how slick they i guess maybe i'm just saying them, uh, they do a lot of slick shit like uh, when, sure, what's her sure. name when when what's her name enters on the water skis 
I couldn't get over that because could you imagine just being on water skis and then you just roll up right to the bar there's like a ramp ramp to the bar yeah you're you're just going you know what i'm gonna take this this round (laughs) i'll see you later come pick me up later later. i'm gonna i'm gonna get out of this one (laughs) it was so close that she was able to do a little splash at him too while he was drinking something that was awesome oh my god well and how how uh, how many times at that bar do people like go to order a drink and end up getting like slid right into my fucking water it's insane you're in the splash zone for sure like yeah i i when 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 i saw that ramp i was like is she gonna i was like oh and then I was like, "Wait, that ramp no is like fucking totally way. dedicated no for like, <laughs> like what I've never very seen that in my entire yeah. life that there is just a way no, to just exist. water ski up to a bar. Like, no. man, it looked cool though, and she nailed it, and she just kind of like stumbled into him, and then there was a, just an immediate sort of uh, energy, I can't even... an energy between them that was like, I don't know, I she's I, crazy. I can't." I love it. Uh, I can't even water ski, but if I had a dock, you bet to God I'm going to have, like, a fucking well, how, ramp when, lead, leading up to a bar. <laughs> yeah, that's great. When do you think she, like, slipped out of the water skis? So she, like, slid all the way up and then just popped out of the water skis on one thing? Sure. Yeah, yeah I guess yeah. she did. Yeah. God, I, I wish I could that, do that. That's sounds it, like, fun. turf. It was yeah. like turf all the way up to well, it. Well, you couldn't see her. You couldn't see her feet. And so, like, it, right, that's that, what I was like, wondering. Uh, that was the that was the real good trick of like that is they just quickly moved on to it and yeah, you're like oh wow good. she just did that and you were blown away by wait there's a fucking ramp here before you were like oh how I didn't even think about her sliding off the skis because I was just like what is going what this movie is like that that was so cool I uh, <laughs> anyway. Anyways, I kind of I kind of jumped ahead. So like No, no, that's no, oh, you please, did. No, we can we can move so at whatever sort of pace. We're already we had, taking our time. We had him dance with her. Uh then what happens after that before So oh, so you brought it up earlier. So that's the part where he walks, he gets the doodad from the guy. To his villa. And and then pulls it out and yeah, then he gets smokes that, yeah. uh, uh, smokes the cigar and then you you know that the whole time it was a ruse. And then, and then now he finds he's leaving. Uh, Nicole, the French woman, I believe, <laughs> killed uh would can someone expl- please explain to me what that death was and how he found her and what that meant? Was she in a waterbed or something? How did she drown? Was she in the bath with something on top? I didn't understand. I thought she was on the pool table. Oh, why was where's the water? No, she, she was, was like in drowned. water. She was in water, drowned. She was oh. in, she was, I was she so was confused. She was like dead and floating in water, and it just Under, he just like, saw Fatima and chased her. I mean, I don't even know if it was just an off-camera kill, and like he just chases after Fatima. You when you but see Fatima running, died. you're like, oh. I don't understand. Well, Fatima drowned her. Like Fatima killed her. I just don't. Yeah, it was like a, in a tub, and a, I yeah, it almost looked like a waterbed it, that was punctured, and there was like a basin for it or something. It was so strange. But you got this under, like you got yeah, this shot from shot under her body, and so I clear. thought she was floating in something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That was that was kind it of must a, have been a tub, probably a big tub or something like that. That was like there's maybe a, just, maybe a, a shower curtain on top. They did edit seven scenes out of this movie. Uh, one of the actresses <laughs> said, said they basically the shot a seven whole scenes? another two. And it, <laughs> they said there was like two and a half other movies that they shot that they didn't even include. And they haven't included any of the deleted scenes on any DVDs and stuff either. So it's like maybe they're – I'm wondering if that death was like a deleted scene that I for some that reason that didn't story, make it please. in. 
Yeah. Um, so he's yeah, so this. Yeah. Oh, can we also say earlier the way the brother dies is from uh, the the snake? The, yeah, from. This oh is my a, god! This is a, this, can, can I just snake. explain this? Like she rolls up on the uh, in her car next to the pilot in his car. Captain, both, yeah. both driving straight. Both driving yeah. straight, just kind of like making eyes at, at each other, and then well, she and they throws a too, snake like... in his car, and he <laughs> drives off the road and crashes into a building. If that, wall, wasn't, yeah. if that wasn't enough, she walks up, grabs the snake that's still alive in the car, walks away, hits a roll, hits hits a. Did she put a, a bomb while she did that. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. when the bomb was put. She I was planted, like, when does the bomb she come planted it then. Because this reminds. it would be wild if she had yeah. a bomb in the car the whole time. And then I know that's what I was snake. wondering. But, oh, oh, if she liked that snake, like, <laughs> like why would you risk your snake? Yeah. <laughs> The, I was the, wondering the, the whole time of those, just, those yeah. events, but to, yeah, but you don't love, I mean, you really like that snake, but also you're willing to risk the snake's life by throwing it into another vehicle while you are also in a vehicle. That's, that's not how you treat your pets. How great would it have been if the guy goes, Oh, I hate snakes. <laughs> like, <before he> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> just to do a fucking Indiana Jones nod. Oh no, God. I would have, uh, that, that, that would have that what... belonged in this movie. I would have, could have, I know that would have been awesome. Right. That would have been better because it, it is. Then it's movie, a reason for the snake, and then I feel the snake is justified. You know, it right for sure because it just it it's a weird tone thing that it's like it doesn't seem like the filmmakers understand the movie they're making or their disillusion. Yeah, where it it's was like, weird. You, it was so goofy. you thought that that this person was gonna die from a snake in their car, but then you're not gonna make more fun about this. It was so serious. It was yeah. like. I'm pulling up. I'm gonna snake you. Then mm-hmm. how did you not see this? Cur- these curved ramps that goes into a broken down building that was clearly just right in front of him. It just he uh, t- took off and just yeah. immediately afterward. Guys, and- it's it's 1983, and I'll be damned if this James Bond movie doesn't have arcade games and a fucking snake. snake. <laughs> like, dude, this is. I'm gonna chalk those two things at least up to like cocaine. Like that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you say. Right. I mean, this just, this just sounds like, yeah. oh, right. to fucking throw a snake at somebody, then crash into a wall, then take the snake yeah. out, and then blow the car up. It was they can't decide which so one they bad. want. Yeah, so they and just that's do like it all. The, the third or fourth Rube Goldberg kind of like like just extra kind of thing mm-hmm. they do that. But I can't say I didn't want it. it. Like after it they did though. it, I was like, I didn't know I wanted <laughs> you to do that. But like. <laughs> It is so fun and I love it, but it the movie doesn't get it. Right, right, right. I, I'm that. really glad You're the rest wrong. of the movie. It's like, where like, is, why don't lean into, like, ste- if, okay, if you're mm-hmm. going to make, like, somehow be able to get to snaking somebody is totally yeah. appropriate for this scene why don't you like lean more into that and go like, well, then this is okay. Then this is like, well, you know, if I, I if you gave me a slide whistle, when he does a 360 into the broken down building that just happened to be in front of him, <laughs> like that, that stuff would have already did that in, in Live and Let Die, so they didn't want to do that again. <laughs> I, well, yeah, or they couldn't. That's a part of the lawsuit that was left out. You can't yeah. have slide whistles in cars. We own the slide whistle. <laughs> we own the slide whistle. That's a Roger Moore thing. <laughs> My headphones yeah. cut out. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I don't know why we got on slide whistles. What, what happened? Oh, oh just oh, um, I was talking about about this scene not fitting and that being a problem of the movie and a lot of it too is the editing and i was thinking really hard about like oh wow this is really crazy how much of an impact this makes is that 
the film visually was incredibly uneven and maybe that's not the editor, but I feel like that it's part of that, like adjacent to that, where some things would be like visually look hyper realistic, but then there was also these soft focuses. And then there's also these more artistic shots and there, everything was so incredibly uneven. And one thing we haven't pointed out yet is that this was directed by Irvin Kirshner, who his movies prior to prior, to this was the empire strikes back he directed that movie then this movie that's nuts insane and then so it really goes to show you like what other people are like add to something because Irvin Kirshner obviously was like well this is how we're going to shoot this in order to achieve certain things but like somebody putting the people involved in putting this together is so important as well because obviously like from a visual just strictly visual because again this this movie was so noticeably uneven in visuals like certain scenes will have this take on it will have like this very soft focus like certain especially close-up shots of women in this also close-up shots of sean connery a lot of fucking mascara what was that about there uh, sean connery had a ass load of mascara on this whole time his eyebrows are very very dark too I and mean, he, he whatever sort of dye that he was working with or for the do you TPA need to well make any TPA of his like hair all like mass all over his eyebrows as <laughs> jet well. black yeah absolutely it was i hear so... i hear he wore fake test hair too in this one because he, <laughs> well the hair it was started, it started to- graying and so <laughs> the hair on top of his head was totally fake oh yeah yeah Oh, which is it, it, it's which, very clear in the underwater scenes too or yes, just whatever's yeah. remaining in underwater you know is and it's already clear in thunderball which is kind of like almost more obvious Early, i don't yeah. know it's that one is like it looks like a, yeah like a helmet almost it's just like jet black as well in, thun, in thunderball so, and it's like there's this tuft of hair and like the goggles and thunderball stuff that they're trying to like convince you like oh yeah no he's got hair it's all stuck in his goggles look um, but this one is just, you, you know, between the stunt double stuff and then like, yeah, what's, what's actually yeah. close up and everything, it becomes very clear. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Irving Kushner, man. Wow. Like what a, wait, what so a where did the slide whistle, how do we get to slide whistle? Oh, um, so what, yeah. what I, so again, I was just talking about the unevenness of things. Was there a slide like, whistle in the music or something? N- there was a slide whistle in man with the golden gun. There's a scene. Uh, where, oh, it's a uh, live and uh, let die. Oh, or is it Gold Man with Golden Gun? I think fight, it's fight, yeah. Fight, oh, the fight. the court the uh, uh, barrel barrel roll, barrel roll. corkscrew. Oh, okay, got you. Uh, oh, and the, and like I there's a second. slide whistle sound effect when he yeah. rolls or something. Yeah. Oh, that's mm. I hate. <laughs> oh, so, uh, shitty. But it would have been it. What the point I was making is, is that that would have leaned into the silliness of snaking a person and that being their demise is like <laughs> lean, think, lean into it more. Take in the car and there's a slide whistle like Wee! No, the the, sli- the slide whistle. Because I would have that too. Where, uh, right, totally too. No, there's just like a fart sound when that happens, and then it goes into a slide whistle. It's just like, 
and drops it into the car <laughs> like but that but that's the energy that you're giving off like i just it, 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 the is the very specific point i was making is, is i don't understand how you could think that's okay but then not like then also be serious at the same time like where is where is yeah more of a rationale that comes into play and you go well if we think somebody would just to jump off a road essentially because that's the way that they framed it is is that they're driving side by side and then he gets snaked then all of a sudden he gets shoots off this ramp into this building that is like broken down or being constructed or whatever and it's like where that's where the slide whistle would have come in he's like yeah. <laughs> jumping off that <laughs> yeah so that, dude, that scene was amazing and then so we're back at like the is her name nicole I, I think it was nicole or something she she dies and so he's on a hot pursuit of fatima and his new algernon sponsored uh, motorcycle which you know you put that dark helmet on you you get that stunt double on that motorcycle this is a fun car chase scene i had I a lot it. a lot of fun in this scene and the whoever the stunt driver was that was driving uh the fatima car and that little like it looked like a rally car or something yeah yeah there were yeah. some really tight turns and yeah. drifts that were just like kinetic and fun and and like the editing is slower than a lot of newer movies like a lot of newer movies is just like bam 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 edit edit cut 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 and here it's like you see these Long, him going down those stairs like it, term, it was like, like a fucking... shot of a of a of a drift that just like doesn't cut away um, oh oh yeah and then it, it goes into the tunnel he he gets locked into this truck i they love pull up that the ramp, so much. and the motorcycle jumps off the ramp over everybody and then and then gets away and i don't know the stunt driving in this movie was great and it's just something i got to give credit to where it's like they gave it was on full display within the the cuts, and it, I just I want action scenes to not have as have so many cuts in some of these car chases, because it just yeah. looks so cool when you know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, when you see the whole area. I, yeah, I think it's and so cool funny. shots of France. It was in France. There's some cool vistas, you know. When it comes to capturing yeah. James Bond, so the way that the scene played out was James Bond is on this motorcycle, and then he gets stopped and then now he because essentially a bunch of guys like become visible like a roadblock on the tunnel yeah a roadblock on the tunnel and then instead of get off the fucking motorcycle (laughs) we're gonna put you into a car with handcuffs like i don't know like a fucking like you actually wanted wanted to capture this person there no one even accosts him to get off the motorcycle he gets pushed by the car (laughs) chasing him to put on the gas to get into a he has has nitro he has some fucking uh the boosters he had a boost yeah like he fucking hits the red button and boom he had had three buttons on that thing he had a red a a yellow and a blue button the red it was the boot and then there were there were the the two other buttons were were bumpers there was a bumper for the front bumper for the back which i loved because didn't he drop something out of the back too no, that, well, that was the bumper. So yeah, it kind oh, of seemed like okay. he was gonna like. No, he no, yeah, because then the other, jacks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but that boost, that boost was so powerful that it launched him over oh. the car in front of him. <laughs> that was going, amazing. It, it also cuts away right at the end where yeah, it looks it like the cold, person cold who times. got boosted was like really oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the motorcycle. <laughs> 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 stop there. That was, that was the perfect cut. 
was amazing to see that where yeah it just like blows up back and then it just does a hard cut and they're like and then james bond is there and he like does a turn and like looks at it and then like cool man yeah things did feel kind of out of control in a really fun way and then they go into this like warehouse area and this death of fatima is one of and one of the another like classic scenes i remember as a i kid love it of hench henchwoman femme fatale that i love so so much and her death i think is a is a big part of it too you know i love her character but uh her interaction in that scene she uh traps bond with a massive assail swinging into him while he's riding a motorcycle <laughs> yeah and yeah, a classic. Yeah. She knew that was going to be there. Uh, she knew when he was going to show up. Yeah, that was, <laughs> and she real... looks like a pirate, so it kind of works. She's like, yeah, no, she's she's familiar like, with the, with the like pirate like, hammer sequin pants or whatever. No, yeah, she, she, didn't uh, she have uh, like it looked like she had a uh, clear trash bags on her, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Right. And so, and so it was like ruffled up. Yeah, she yeah. was like, a, no, she looked like a pirate. Is she look, she was a, a yeah, and then she she was like, okay, I'm like, give me your gun, spread your legs, I want you to write out and sign that I'm the best sexual experience best. that you've ever had. And well, what, before I forget that, the exact term that she gave, that, she gave it, but before she makes him write it out, because what what leads them to we leads her to making him do that is she's like. Uh, she's like, don't even act like. Philadelphia. Let, me, let me get a look <laughs> like, at that bean. No, he's like, James Bond's weirdly sitting down, and then she's like, open up your legs and let me get no. a look at that peen. But, but then she's like, don't even act. <laughs> she says like, something like, Isn't that bond don't even. Bean. That sweet, sweet bond peen. She wanted it to the end. Chihuahua. She says something like, like, don't even act like Fatima isn't the best sex you've ever had or something. She refers to herself as a third person, yeah. But, yeah. but then he's like, well, there was this girl in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Oh, and then me. she's like, she's like, fuck you, pull out a pen and now you're going to write it down. So I have like, I, I want, she needed written evidence. Like, Amazing, dude. She and she was so convicted the whole time and so passionate about it and not like fucking her like, oh, this is like a, a silly scene or whatever. Like she played it with such conviction and that added to the camp to it so, yeah. so much as well because she was so serious about these silly and, things. And yeah, uh, oh, I just loved it. And so he uses the, the gun, the, uh, the sorry, pen. The, the pen gun from Mightier Algernon. Than the sword. And uh, and shoots her with it. She does this maniacal laugh while and she's, she's like, sitting what? there, and then just fucking explodes and after you blows. see it clearly like replaced with a dummy. And then you see that dummy explode, and her boots still remain. But man, what a satisfying right. conclusion for for her and, uh, for her character. I, I fucking and loved he it. says still need some work, cute or whatever, which is and like makes like a perfect. Line, yeah. No, I liked it because it taught it's it. it it called back to when homeboy said the yeah. thing blew up in his face and stuff. And it kind of just, I don't know. I thought I'd added to it. I, yeah. I well, it wasn't it. anything too no, cheeky. Right. Yeah. It was, it was fine. Right. And then Felix shows up and then they, uh, put up, they take off all their clothes. So they look like, uh, like they're working out and he gets a bike and they get away. Um, <laughs> which I thought was a, a cute little getaway thing with, with yeah. him. And, um, just that, yeah, again, that death is just, is just amazing and, and classic. Um, he goes, to Dom, he goes on uh, the flying sasser and and finds Domino. Attempts to make Largo jealous by kissing Domino in front of a two-way mirror. Largo becomes enraged, traps Bond, and takes him to Dom. T- takes him and Domino to Palmyra, North. That's in North Africa. 
North Africa. Largo's base. But you of didn't operations. know where that was, and there was that throwaway scene of and them just being like, well, "Where is that? North Africa? In How strange! <laughs> How strange! Mm, um, could you find out about that? Is there yes, anything in North Africa? It? Not as far as I'm concerned, because I haven't heard there? of it. Mm, if I haven't heard of it, then there can't be him. <laughs> Just bitching him on him. Dude, he fucking sucks. Fuck sucks, that, man. dude. I, mean, my, I didn't know. Him. I guess I figured out my least favorite M. He just took the, <laughs> took the cake. Fuck this guy. I can, like, yeah. it was a true. First time I was just like, yeah, Bond, I get it. Fuck, like, dude, get, dude you should go rogue. Um, and then, yeah, so he's, he's locked up. Uh, and then Largo coldly punishes Domino for her betrayal by selling her to some passing Arabs. <laughs> passing that's one way to, i was wondering passing what they're Arabs. what they're that's, one, that's that. one way wow. to describe it i guess this that's is wikipedia like, this is the like wikipedia synopsis but, yeah and then and then bond, is, a passing is, bond escapes and rescues here i mean what what were those i mean i guess they did they have this daily, like is this like a is this like a, there's a bigot right in these wikipedia <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you think? You think? You think? Uh, pure resource uh, information on the internet's not going to take some tinge of. I think we got a the old right sleeped in some the Bond Wikipedia. Right? Yeah, you think some you, Bond fans can might? You, some maybe Wikipedia, Ian Fleming did this before he uh, before he right. moved on. Wikipedia: The South Will Rise Again. Yeah. <laughs> but I was wondering, was like. Uh yeah, were they, were they just passing by? Is this like a farmers market situation where it, this it, happens it, like every Thursday and it was illy planned? Yeah, because that's that was the implication is is that okay? So now I'm upset the fact that you proved my like suspicions true. So I'm going to get rid of you, Domino. And the way that yeah, I'm well, going to do that, he was she was uh, getting flirty with Bond, and he saw it and all and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, he, but he suspected that at the uh, the video game fundraiser. Yeah. <laughs> but how he, how he's going to call it? <laughs> that's in this movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah, there's a video game fundraiser. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> um, but how he expresses that is he gives her a statue that was given to like Napoleon's wife or something. Yeah, like a jade statue. The thing was enormous. And he like makes her break it. Like I just the the psychopath is just so fun to watch and like how uh, yeah, he yeah, he's a joy to watch. And it's just you it's feel cool statue too. Kim Basinger just like looks so helpless and and just kind of like really freaked out, which I would be too. But the way he just She's like, doing makes good her feel this, like, so shitty. Is, yeah, uh, kind of may, almost makes sense, like how they're able to trick that guy into, I don't know, or just they get him hooked on heroin and just con constantly like, mommy's got medicine and stuff. It's like these people are just awful, awful people, and they're uh, these kind of villains that's leaking more into the T. Dalt sort of, sort of Timothy Dalton sort of uh, bond, where it's it's more about drugs and stuff, and it gets, goes harder into that that situation. Um, but yeah, this this situation, you know, he had the situation where the villain brings Bond into the bow. He's like, "Hey, what do you want to drink? It's uh, 11, it's like nine a.m. in the morning. Uh, I, always I, have, love, I always have my martini at nine a.m." Um, also, I just remembered a really funny line. If I can just go back to it, when she rolls up on the water skis, she's like, "Oh, yeah. I got you all wet." Oh, it's okay. My like, martini's still dry. Is dry. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. That line is the that fucking is the best. Fucking best, dude. Oh, anything sure. about Guys. Like, martini being dry is is good. Uh, is that a good, it. funny line? Yeah. I want to yeah. say I want to say something, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like, is this the second movie where? we have a bad guy who's really into video games because wasn't the last movie, wasn't there a guy in a wheelchair with a room full of video games? That was a bad guy. 
Or am I thinking uh, of a different movie? In James in a James Bond movie? No, mm. in the last movie we did for Polarized. In a uh, in Indiana Jones? Jones? Indiana Jones. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. There was some <laughs> Yeah. Okay, never mind, never mind. There was some movie I there's some movie I saw where one of the bad guys was like <laughs> This like little guy in a wheelchair, and he had all these like pin- like little. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Yeah, that is uh, Lone Wolf McQuaid. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, <laughs> you're right. Lone Wolf McQuaid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I watched that. There, yeah, recently. he's yeah. Yeah, he's that like, is Lone Wolf McQuaid. We watched that together. <laughs> we watched that together. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that was yeah, there, there is a uh, short person. I don't know what the <laughs> proper term is. Little but, person. Uh, little person um and then he's like a financier for a town and his whole bit is that he's like since he's like they play up his him being handicapped uh and then yeah he had he had like a a room full of video games and he pulls up on his wheelchair or whatever and then plays the video games and see uh, it was like a studio note of the 80s to be like we need video games in a bad guy's lair yeah and i think it like maybe this is getting kind of to the heart of this podcast is that, or we're starting is, a new podcast about video games and villains. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, video games are the villain. We just take a really strong stance on that. We're like, actually video games, uh, uh, you know, are, are the root of all of our problems. And maybe we, like even just technology we're, we'll we're on the we're on the gore what the gore side of the tipper gore argument where like video <laughs> games are ruining the moral fabric and we become those guys i couldn't let's, imagine that let's go back to analog like why can't yeah, kids play? what happened to the ball in the cup and checkers like what i right. my my son has had i get him i got him jacks and pogs <laughs> uh um Excuse me. Uh, sorry. Yeah, for some reason I conflated. Of course, that wasn't an Indiana Jones for. I don't know why, but I just like I, it was because I remember you and me talking about it. Um, yeah, absolutely. But it is it is a, such a weird concept, and it's so dated now. And the funny thing is, is video games are more popular than ever. But the presentation of them in this movie and in movies like we're talking about is so shitty. And it, all it is is that there it's this very corporatized way of filmmaking where you look at it like well in order for us to be x successful we need to include x topics that are trending in this day and age yeah it's like and we need like, a guy with a mohawk we need this we need that absolutely and, we need- and like it's sacrifice though is like the con the uh, like continuity and the fucking you know great part about watching a something go and be like organic and seamless and then they're like, well, we need this. So then people shove this thing into it. And now instead of having this flowing great thing, you're like, well, I don't know why, but it felt like suddenly this thing stopped like for a second or like, you know, took me out of it. And why did that happen? It's like because they had a studio note where they had to get this thing in and work it into something instead of just being like, yeah, make a good movie and we'll, you know, enjoy a good movie because you did what you did. We don't need to have you know, hit every single little thing in every, you know, each movie doesn't have to have everything in it that appeals to every demographic. Like, you know, this isn't for everybody. Uh, Like, right. And I don't, I don't, I don't want James Bond to appeal to everyone. Then it's not James Bond anymore. And it's not like, like all of the reasons why we like 
James Bond and what it is is almost because it's appealing to like somebody's grandfather. Like <laughs> that's that's the draw to it is like especially the older ones and stuff. It's, I I would push back and say that it isn't it it isn't about appealing to the older generation though. See, well, that's no, where... it just started in that time. I mean, at the time, it was like it was supposed to be cutting edge, and he's constantly driving the new car. He's wearing the new suit. He's got the new watch. You know, so no, I mean, it's not. But when the things but, but, that you love, but see, see the okay, just to focus there, as a person who's loves and into an interest in marketing, is that there's a difference between video games and clothing. And like you're right. conflating okay. the two, right. you're conflating yeah. the two as being trending and popular, but you're losing sight of what people actually like. And all it really takes is talking to people about it. Because as a huge James Bond fan is, is that I, I love certain aesthetics of James Bond movies, and I like certain concepts of James Bond movies. I don't need them to be updated in the most. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, actually, I uh, now thinking about it, though, the pushback I would give is that the way that women and characters and women are treated in the movies is getting better. And those are the kind of things that you do want to see updated and those kind of um, and things adjacent to it, just like overall treating of uh, like uh, people that aren't British and white, like that kind of stuff you do want to see updated. But when it comes to things that universally people like about the, the this franchise in particular is, is you will talk about the cars you will talk about the clothes you will talk about the, the, place, the, the places they go those are the big three that is pretty like can that is the cultural relevance you should play you should right. get your tom fords you should get your aston martin you should go to Croatia or whatever the Monte Carlo, yeah, absolutely. Those are those are fine. Like that's where you should update, but you shouldn't go. We're gonna bring video games into this. We're gonna bring these. Like, I love it, but when you're talking about the unevenness of the filmmaking, right, the, right, the, where they're fl they're yeah. flying on these jetpack. Um, like <laughs> missile. Well, they first get launched yeah, out of yeah. a submarine tube. They it's first get launched out of... It's when it's kind of like pointless or like it, it seems like they're trying to pull it out of their ass just to show something off like an invisible oh, car. Oh, look what it's I like, can oh, do, we got yeah. A, we can do an invisible car with the technology of movie making. It's not because that actually makes sense within the story. Right. Even the, like the thing that shoots off into the air or whatever, it's just like there's no point to it. Like I made this point to Brandon earlier, but they use that to launch out of a submarine land on land and then immediately they go back on the water yeah yeah where when they were just in a submarine <laughs> and they could have just whatever but anyways it just yeah. it's stuff like that like doesn't make doesn't make sense but if you know i don't know casino royale my our, my favorite bond movie maybe I, I feel like brandon brandon loves that movie as well you enjoy that one you know like the beginning is the is the parkour thing and that's not displaying it like he's going to a parkour championship or something like that and he's like oh i can do that too and then he's like oh i'm just gonna go and parkour and have a competition of parkour <laughs> it's not they're forcing the video game thing in so much and forcing him to like face the villain in this and be better at this new thing that the villain came up with you know and and, and made and everything but well he's a villain you know, casino royale and some of the like... daniel craig ones it's like if you want to be like born identity if you want to be like uh, a Batman movie or something, you can make that part of the, the movie's DNA, 
but just like trying to show off this new cultural thing and being like, Oh, have you heard of this? Let's do It's just like, that's not what happens anymore. And it's like that. There's some bond movies that try to show off these cultural things as like new things and, and trying to uh, show off, you know, kind of like the, the wonderlust maybe, maybe of it all is and just showing something new. And it's, sometimes a lot more hand-fisted than others sometimes it's just like an event that they go to even like a scenario again another one they go to the body world thing you know or whatever where it's just like yeah and there's a huge. scene taking place that where yeah, there's like actually right. human bodies about that like shit. playing poker the human I, went body the, exhibit I went yeah. to the human body exhibit and they have the the people sitting in a, at a poker table and they're like oh this is the one that or like maybe it's not the same people but it's like they do it like casino royale where it's like people playing poker and everything and it's just like those are things like that where it's like it's woven in the tapestry but yeah i don't know maybe the body you, world thing just is like a little more interesting than video games I, you know he's walking around looking at it and it's just like a modern thing but it's there's a there's i heard good sean and bad connery doing it i heard sean connery actually donated his body to that living body exhibit so you can go and play poker with his like deep flesh yeah. all, body. Those, all those po- all those people at the poker table are eventually going to be populated by different by dead bonds, bonds. Oh my God, that's so, that so fucking morbid <laughs> it's so crazy like, so i'm morbid. looking at i'm looking at the musculature system of fucking roger moore <laughs> but i mean it's like that is part of the uh the allure of these kind of movies too is to like find out about not find out about or just like just go yeah go to a new place and have it be colored with with things that are uh that are interesting and and maybe uh woven in in a way that are are also fun and a part of like the the story because he is globe trotting so much um, what did you think of the shots of like the drone missiles or whatever, which was oh like my God. pretty. What what was interesting? I mean, it well, reminded actually, me like Empire Empire Strikes Back technology of like the it, it like did. the Hoth the Hoth battle almost. Some of like but the I thought, the, I thought the, it was pretty uh, smart uh, of the filmmakers. I mean, they they kind of like fucking predicted drones. Like I I mean that was maybe it was already wait, what technology. Do you mean, that, what do you mean the drone? What do you mean drones? You well, mean just so like they the, had the guided missiles. So the, the warheads were placed inside. Oh, I guess that's what it was. They're just kind of guided, guided missile. missiles, yeah. Oh, okay. I was, it, you know, it, it, they look just like these, like uh, these things that I was learning about the other day. They're like these, like drones that they're now using that project other planes. They make it look like there's like multiple other planes or bombers in the sky oh. to, to radar. Um, so like, you launch these drones at your enemy and then these drones make it look each one makes it look like there's like five to ten other planes in the sky and so then they can like have them coming from all these different angles make them think that they're bombers or fighters or whatever so then you scramble to try and shoot down these things that aren't even there and in the meantime they're gaining all of the knowledge about your defenses so then they can send in a wave of fighters that have like up-to-date intel on where all of your i i don't know how how they're going to be able to see that in those little screens that show you almost like a a (laughs) one-to-one image of what the camera is seeing in the movie with a little they're like drawn by like little like it's not even eight bit it's like i don't know two bit or something like green and black you think or just a radar with little blips would be fine and you could tell positioning much better but no it's like let's show off the technology in these little screens of here comes the missile fully rendered and it's just like glitching past um and then there's like so kids wait. playing on a beach and they're flying it's yeah uh but yeah we are 
we are running uh, yeah. like uh, let's. Uh, how far let's are we? To... Yeah. So Bond, Bond let's wrap escapes, it up. can we just Bond I just from the prison saves let's... saves Domino and then she, they jump off. They jump on a horse and they jump off a fucking castle with a horse. The horse does a mm-hmm. backflop and it's the bon- most bonkers thing you could ever see. Uh, he's like, hold on. And there's a shot. I was telling Brandon earlier, it looks like they're about to go down on a roller coaster. Like they're going all the way up the chain lift and then they like cross over the top. They're like, Aah! and then they jump, they backflop. They reunite with uh, the Americans and Felix. They launch off those silly XM 73, whatever the, the number was things on back onto land to find this underground river, which is where Max has brought the, one of the warheads. The other one is in Washington D.C., he reveals to him at the at the jail, and um, off camera, the the Americans just defuse yeah, it or whatever. That was off camera. Yeah, yeah. it's like so. Now we've taken <laughs> care of that one. Wild you gotta, you gotta like, the maybe one. they bit off more than they could chew, and they're like, "Let's just down. sum this up." Like it was just yeah. weird that they were. Why did they even introduce two warheads if they were just going to defuse it five seconds later? True to whatever story that the Kevin, whatever that is, whatever McClory. the guy's name is, is just yeah. like it's true. True to whatever he had going on, they. They're just trying to do so much. Uh, that's, that's cocaine, I think. Like, I, that's what I mean. Is like, sure. I just feel like there's sure, so much sure. stuff that they were just like, and then this, and then this, and sure, they're like, we can yeah. do it all, uh-huh. you know. And uh, I, I mean, maybe there's a deleted scene where an American diffuses a bomb underneath the president. Yeah, um, <laughs> it was, it was, it was an interesting thing to see happen off not to see happen <laughs> yeah yeah it was um, just such a big thing that you, it could be suspenseful and add yeah. to and then but, what is uh, can someone tell me his plan so he he takes it under this underground river this is where the oil is I don't what is he plan to do with this is doing. he trying to like ignite it's the such oil a cool location though. Or, or some like what is his plan with this warhead underneath like where the oil is is he trying what is, what is he trying to do can someone tell me I don't know. So like Bond goes in after him. They bring people in that start shooting at his people, but he gets the warhead. He goes under the water and then he goes on the other side of that wall and then it blows up, which I was like, uh, did he just like detonate that fucking warhead? And he's trying to get to that, whatever the tears of all the thing. And I was like, or is he trying to take out the oil supply for the rest of the world? Like kind of Goldfinger style where like, cause he was, cause Blofeld is asking for 25% was it of everyone's oil production yeah, he, profits, he was like, which would equal yeah. like 25 billion dollars or something or, yeah, so it was is he lot, trying to like, like ruin year. the oil supply or is he trying to get more of it no he's trying to just was, cash in on if everybody wants the oil supply they have to give him but like why the a warheads fucking, in, in there like is he what's he trying to do yeah, what know. tears of Allah was the place they armed yeah, the warhead. It's a, it's a mythological thing. So it's just like this temple, which is a cool set. I kind of like that. Set. Yeah, I love the set. Yeah, yeah. like it's cooler than it looked I don't know, so cool. You know, and just like that, there's actually like like an underground like land area Little. where they could have a battle, not just under in the water. There was kind of both. Um, and well, and was, then there's that. So, the, so it's not a real thing. It's just a story. But they clearly like made and constructed. And they said a, something about the water. Remember, remember, he tastes the water, and he's like. I don't know. What did he say? That was about. It tastes like money. It's sweet like money or something. It's like it's it's got to be salt water. Like I, I don't understand. Got electrolytes. (laughs) But you know what James Bond loves to do? You know what he loves? 
destroying ancient artifacts. I know, <laughs> I know Indiana Jones is like a He's version the opposite of, Indiana of, Jones, yeah. of James Bond, but you know what James Bond does? Hey, look at this head of this, of this statue that's been here. How many fucking years and underground? I'm going to just throw it over to try to crush a guy. I was really curious if they were actually going to crush a dude like with that. Head. Oh yeah. That uh, been, well, that head looks so styrofoamy when it fell oh, down yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, I mean, that whole set did, but it was still fun. You would think a country that was so responsible for like imperialism and the like the removal of so many different artifacts and like whatever. I mean, even like the queen's crown jewels and everything are like like conflict diamonds to the max. And like you'd think that they would try and get away from that, but then every James Bond movie, he is this like massacring works of art <laughs> like everywhere he goes too. the very beginning like, of thunderball i think they have a fight in like some nice place and he's just destroying everything i don't know no time to die he shits on a picasso <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny that you guys i haven't seen it and then <laughs> when this comes it, out it, it, it actually <laughs> ma- it makes it funnier for us to be honest <laughs> Well, there's a good chance that our audience probably hasn't necessarily seen it already, too. Because <laughs> people aren't going right out to the movies right now. Like yeah. uh, He flushes not... the crown jewels down the toilet. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, yeah, I've just been trying to stick in as many, <laughs> as many really yeah, good get trivia it while you points can. about it. Dude, get, get <laughs> yeah. it while you can. You gotta. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta well, live it up. Um, this maybe is you the end of the movie, 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 really. They, they, he, has, he, has a, he has a face-off with max underwater with um him trying so to... lame I yeah it's very anticlimactic i think you know an they, underwater they battle with each other's faces and then like no one of them dialogue. goes into a the music no dialogue at all the music, the music is, oh, yeah. he is like Loopy? is that yeah. when the sax no. there's like a sax playing or something mm-hmm. that made no sense there's like a shitty yeah. sax playing over Just, hey like i don't want to i don't i don't think we should pick on the saxophone i'm guy. not picking on the saxophone instrument i'm i'm picking on this uh this the choices yeah the the song that was playing during this moment in the right movie. but and i mean like whoever played that saxophone showdown. didn't do it do no, anything wrong he just being, took a I'm job not, and not got a personal paid. attack on either the instrument or the person who played it this is <laughs> this is a personal okay. attack on uh urban kushner <laughs> yeah totally no no, no i'm you just well actually he played that saxophone solo though then you made my job easier i don't know it's it's, it's just <laughs> It was like a weird morose, not sorry, not morose, more. Uh, so I that I said that word earlier. It's on my mind for some reason, but like a dark, like a uh, minor string with like a mm-hmm. uh, kind of like ineffectual <laughs> sort of like sax that's kind of ambling around, and then they're just kind of uh, just going through the water on these, which look really fun. These little like boosters that you hold on to that like launch you a bit a bit further. I really like that. Um, yeah, but he pins them with the warhead. Um, hoisted by his own petard, if you will, and uh, har- harpooned by uh, Harpoon. Do- by Domino. I mean, by Domino, a good harpoon death is okay. And he did the little old uh, switcheroo where you think it's going to be Bond that's hit, but that's actually him. Yep. But it's all underwater. Yep. It's there's no discussion. There's no like you want to you want to hear Max be like nah. Exactly. Why? Yeah. I will will never die. No, my legacy will live on. Domination will be the greatest game ever. Oh, no. Or if you like push him into like an underwater volcano or something and you see him like falling for some reason into it, like that would have been great. (laughs) But like. Yeah, Lord of the yeah even though you don't really no reason. He, he wouldn't really fall in water but still 
Like, I just like that idea of like, yeah, or yeah. maybe like, maybe he's not falling. Maybe it's just like Bond is just shoving him into magma. <laughs> <Lava. Yeah. laughs> and, like, like somehow melting the... him from like the feet down. And he's like, just slowly yeah. pushing him. Do you have oh, no time to die. Dude, that's oh, good. Shit. Yeah. Let me write that down. <laughs> or it's just like a, it's like the Meg or something where like they blow up this ancient portal to like an old realm into like all these ancient sharks come out and he's like, oh no, I hate sharks. Ancient sharks. Ancient sharks. <laughs> Why have they got to be sharks? <laughs> yeah. Why have they got to be sharks? Yeah. With with lasers on their head. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this they, these sharks had little antennas on little them. It was the closest thing to like. Uh, well, that was wild too. To sharks. So, so yeah. What what was that device? So that device uh, was it connected? But yeah. but what I mean is, how did they? How was it connected to the shark? What I mean is like it's a sonar. The thing. device. The no. The thing that was actually on the shark. What I mean uh -huh. is, you had a receiver. You had like a fucking antenna mm -hmm. that was put into like a pa a battery pack mm -hmm. that then was just kind of spirit Send gummed onto signals. a shark or whatever yeah. like it was Sending signals into well, the shark. i was yeah, like dude, I so it did, <laughs> did it have probes going into the shark and then what are those signals is it just like like just shooting radio waves Turn right yeah like it, or it's just like a speaker and it's like eat this guy like whatever yeah, <laughs> like yeah. like that it was, was all based really... off of the little the right so then does that thing put out a frequency but like yeah, I'm guessing it's like some sonar sig signal that's the same sonar signal on that shark and they like though? match like, it somehow There's, I, don't I don't know, know. but but don't sharks don't too hard. communicate like the rebreather. Do. <laughs> that's yeah. what he sharks needed don't... he needed the rebreather in this movie <laughs> yeah that, I like that I, I didn't even know rebreathers were like a real real thing until like a, a year ago they are? Like, they're a real thing? Yeah, they're a real thing. Oh, cool. I was just, I was like looking into scuba diving and stuff, and then somebody said something about a rebreather, and I was like, "What?" And I don't think that you can be down for as long as like a fucking scuba dive or something, but it's sure. definitely, yeah, but you can do it like definitely, a dive. it's definitely expanding you past like the snorkel, That's like awesome. where you just got a little bubble in a yeah. tube. If you get you one know? of those, and then like one of those little jetpack things that just like launch you through the water, that would be so fun. I loved it. Yeah. There was this funny edit of them coming there was like two nameless henchmen coming to get the warhead uh when the missiles first drop into the water and there's this funny edit where the one of the guys that's coming into the warhead has his arm out like this like he's superman and then yeah, immediately cuts and then he his arms behind here oh. Oh. <laughs> i was noticing how he he was like that and the other guy was just kind of normal he had like one hand out with the flashlight i believe <laughs> And the other one was at his side. The other guy had the flashlight in front of him and then the other arm as well, <laughs> like a Superman thing. Yeah, I, was, I thought it was it was funny. I was like, there's no logical, re practical reason to be doing that. <laughs> so that's the shit where you were saying funny stuff's happening in the background. Because, like, honestly, you yeah. said that, and then I didn't see a damn thing, really. Like, I, I was trying to pay attention to background, but I also have, like, a two-year-old running around with stuff. So. Yeah, we've, and maybe we've seen this movie enough times, too. It's like, yeah, when he walks yeah. up in the, in the casino, it's like at, at the video game fundraiser, there's, like, an old couple arguing at the casino table, and just everyone's sitting around the casino table itself are just kind of like it's just interesting to take those scenes in and just really do people watching it like who's playing the video game uh cabinets and all that stuff and 
Oh my god! There's I will at a certain say, point in this movie, in these kind of movies, like it's it really is just like there's uh, so much going on, moving painting yeah. that you can just kind of like yeah. chill and during it's like a, a Bond, Waldo. Mar- Bond marathon, take a nap, wake back up, and be like, oh, I missed the water scene. This is cool. I'll just watch uh, the next one. Um, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I'm Brandon talked me into like well, Brandon Brandon told me to buy it instead of rent it, and I'm really happy that we yeah. did that um, because like now i have it and like at first i when i was before i watched it i was like i'm not gonna i'm probably not gonna go back and watch this that much but i can see watching this at least once a year like <laughs> yeah. oh man hell I, yeah I, I mean i would love to fucking let's get you know, in because, final thoughts no no continue well, I'm, gonna do but, some, I'm gonna do some reviews as well okay. if you don't mind and then we'll make it quick We've yeah let's do it should i oh should i just do get going with that yeah. so from uh i'll start with critics first um, this is a 70% critics, 37% audience. So critics like this and audience did not, um, New York times, Janet Maslin and never say never again. The formula is brought in to accommodate an older seasoned man of much greater stature. And Mr. Connery expertly fits, fills the bill. <laughs> uh, Cause he's got... an old man. <laughs> yeah. He, and, and they're right. This movie is for an old man. You know, at the beginning, he goes, yeah, he goes to rehab, and he's got to get his his body right and everything. This is this movie was was he, written to cater to uh, uh, that Sean Connery of that time. Um, but Richard he's still Schickel. swinging that dick around. Oh, like can fucking... I, can, uh, so some, uh, yeah, he is. He's just fucking. Dude, just, he, oh yeah, he he hooks up with her, goes on that boat snorkel ride, whatever, then w- pops up in the water. Like that's the, his snorkels, his wetsuit probably smelled disgusting. He just had sex and then went snorkeling, and then he takes off his fucking wetsuit and he's next thing you know he's wearing homegirls fucking overalls. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, the in that boat. We that was, we didn't. Oh, the overalls. Like, oh, Bond and overalls. Yeah. That was awesome. That was awesome. yeah, Bond and overalls with the fucking. I love that. I really wish he had like a fucking like some straw hanging yeah. out his mouth and like a fucking tweed hat I or like whatever. One of those bond. like, oh yeah, like just bond with barefoot bond. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, we didn't, I just real quick on the point Danny's making is is that we didn't even see him completely just demolish that entire. Um, the, uh, that se- second sp- club spa. Second spa. Yeah. yeah. It was like. You he know, was, he, just, he, uh, he, he walked out of that ran through it like massage a hair. Yes, and then just out. come like a hurricane. <laughs> just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's the missing seven scene. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's just John Connery just hoeing it up in that fucking day spa. <laughs> day spa, just every <laughs> single <laughs> woman in there. That, uh, it, that just made me think the... Uh, the or all those like, women start that, fighting. And they're like, there can be only one. And they just start like, no, <laughs> he, he has, no, he has the. He, I just you, want to make you, Highlander you, reference. <laughs> that's true. I like that. Yeah, like, oh, you, it, it, it made me weirded out because the receptionist in that scene, it, when he walks in, because then, okay, so he goes to that day spa, and the receptionist is like, oh no, we serve men and women here because he's very upfront. He's like, do you serve? men here yeah. and she's like yeah we serve both men and women here and then he walks and in some and it's men nothing even more than others like, <laughs> she basically says we're gonna fuck you bond like like yeah. like you you get like she should have been like you know what we'll pay you to go to, <laughs> to get a massage i was like what wow like and then, 
giving it all away. <laughs> oh, I love that. What if, auditions what if, for the next Bond movie here today? <laughs> what if what if Bond what if Bond was superly what if the next Bond he's like a prude and he's like woke and like but women are still throwing themselves at him but but he's like arresting he no, he's busting the massage parlor for prostitution. <laughs> like, fucking, he's like what a kind social of justice he, warrior. What, what case is he on on this? He's just doing. No, no he, he just does that out of the goodness of his heart because he hates seeing women being, being like. How crazy would it be if, like, the next Bond? But what if that's where like woke society is going? Right. It's so like James we, Bond we, is, just becomes a like. We get Idris Elba, but <laughs> but he's going to be a crusader for the age ever. LGBTQ <laughs> community. That's what it is. He's just a yeah. he, he's a superhero for that community. Man, well, did you hear be... when when they when somebody said to Daniel Craig like, "What do you think about a woman playing James Bond next?" He said, "I think there's better roles for women." Yeah. And like and like basically shitting on James Bond as like a fucking archetype and like as like a fucking, you know, like as a chauvinist and everything. And like uh, but wouldn't it be weird if a woman plays James Bond and then she's like a chauvinist towards men (laughs) and like like that's what they're going to have to do. That's fine. Like if it honestly, if it's good, I get it. Oh, I think I think rad. Like I think super rad. It's a totally different movie though. (laughs) Like it's it's you're gonna get people. You're gonna get. You're gonna get like there's some weird things that can happen from there being a female James Bond that I want to see on film. But I I don't know how. There's such a formula here though, Danny right is like the we so you don't think it, a woman should play bond or what do you say no i'm saying that a woman could play bond if the story is good enough like or if you make I, bond a gay guy if you make bond gay and he's just like <laughs> I oh, guess. interesting yeah like oh, then i guess i would i would proposition i don't know how i feel about that that's what if he's I, maybe that's weird to say but like i you're cool with him being a woman but he can't be a gay guy no, I'm okay with it because it, the same rule applies. Because you know, honestly, the better move is to make Bond bisexual, and then you get sometimes he bangs this guy, sometimes he bangs this girl. They all fall into his lap. Everybody wants to fuck him, and then, and then I mean, you get these weird interactions with the bad guys where they're like, <laughs> like that's what we got with <laughs> Javier Bardem is that there was such an interesting sexual energy there, yeah, for James Bond to deal with where it was. It, weirdly reported as the first like the homoerotic uh, bond. Like, yeah or something what do you is he the guy that that wait what, what about when that dude slams ball bonds balls with that rope when he's in <laughs> yeah. that in the bottomless chair right. that right. was pretty fucking bdsm like fucking shit right there and like there's a million ways you can go with torture <laughs> to be like hey how about you're naked in this bot like somebody got that was that was some like that was oh, some man. art director's fantasy no, or something. that was in the, that was that in the was, book that was in uh, it was yeah. in the book that was in the Ian Fleming. Oh, that's, yeah. that was Ian Fleming's fucking, that's Ian Fleming's I, sick fucking I, 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 no i love that scene though that is no, such it was great and simple shit like it doesn't need to be a video game shit. with with yeah. shocking your controllers like yeah. just a yeah. chair and a piece of simple. rope is all you 
need in this like you're right when you start getting it up your own ass by saying we gotta have you know we gotta go to space we gotta have video games we gotta have like we hate it because i think like both have their fucking the day in the sun but here here's the thing is it's if this would be better if it leaned into its silliness but i'm glad that it it, i We're get, I'm getting into my feelings about the movie. I think, I'm sorry. Uh, You're in the middle yeah. of reading a review. All right, we got yeah. from Richard Chickle, Time Magazine. <laughs> it's good to see Connery's grave style. I'm glad we took that side. Um, it's, it is good to see Connery's grave stylishness in this role again. It makes Bond's cynicism and opportunism seem the product of genuine worldliness and world weariness as opposed to Roger Moore's mere twerpishness. Twerpishness. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Variety staff. It doesn't even say who wrote it from Variety. After a 12-year hiatus, Sean Connery is back in action as James Bond. The new entry marks something of a retreat from the far-fetched technology of many of the later Bonds in favor of intrigue and romance. Uh, Roger Ebert, Chicago Sun Times, of course. Uh, ah, yes, James, it is good to have you back again. Is all he is uh, all it says here on Rotten Tomatoes. I'll move on to customer reviews. Um, we'll do the one star since they did not like it so much. Uh, we got from Hyperjump, waste of film is all he, is all that person says. Oh God, get out of here! Uh, one star, Eric Thrapp. If you love Sean Connery films like me, if you love Sean Connery like me, avoid this film. Lasted three minutes. Awful. Wow, we only got through three minutes. Uh, I don't. I I feel like you can give it a little bit more of an effort, but who knows? Who knows? If you just don't like that theme song, you're just like fuck this shit. Uh, Jim Olson, one star. I have to dispose of this DVD. A mistake in order. <laughs> did he I like that. not order it, or did he and just? Not yeah, like he's it? like, where this? Yeah. And I have to dispose of this DVD. Like that's uh, what a way to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Frank Jackson, one star. Never got the DVD to play. DVD would not play. Four DVD players, three computers. <laughs> 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 Poor Frank. Frank like loves this, this movie. DVD. He's like, oh man, I'm gonna try it. How many DVD? He has. He owns four DVD players. That's the name of my new <laughs> book. Never what? Four DVD players, three computers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh God. Jeez, um, didn't order. Rhonda C. Armstrong. Someone accidentally ordered this. I do not want Let's it, but cannot find me. where to cancel the order. <laughs> People cannot get this like, DVD thing right. <laughs> it's, the, wow. it's the type of people that are ordering this movie. It's That's everybody's like dads. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Uncles and dads. This, and... Guy, this guy might have an explanation if you can... Uh... People in their give 60s me, me really a, like this movie. Give me a little time to read his paragraph. I think he's trying to offer an answer maybe to, the, to these people. I think do, it's also do, more like these are the people that write into this too. Sure. So from D-Dep, K 
caveat emptor he says buyer beware if you purchase a used copy of this dvd chances are it will have missing chapters it will either freeze up or skip the problem is that mgm originally released a defective product when this was discovered they offered their customers a free replacement now less than scrupulous people are capitalizing on the situation by selling off the defective ones you may find yourself a victim of just such a seller if you purchase a used one i purchased mine from go hastings who advertised it as being in very good condition Actually, Amazon states that a DVD that is missing segments is unacceptable, so rating of very good is an outright lie. Because the new one is so expensive, I offered to keep the DVD as is if they would discount the price. Apparently, they thought that was that an unacceptable DVD was worth the full price and would not discount it. So beware and make sure you are not purchasing one of the defective DVDs. Contact the seller and get some guarantees or see if they are willing to check it for the missing chapters. And there mm. we solved the mystery of the, of the DVDs that would not, would not play. And then people, that's, what a racket, man. Can you imagine if someone actually took the time to go and hunt these ones down just to resell, like, at a, at a certain price or something? Or, <laughs> you, can't, you can't be going on that much of a... Well, uh, of I effort, mean... It's, it's just funny that, like, you know it's, it's nice a to know product, that probably. I mean... <laughs> yeah. It's nice, it's nice to know, though, that the DVD market just kind of burst, and then all these people got stuck with a whole bunch of DVDs that suck, that they can't I even fucking... Yeah, well, and now everybody's just digitally downloading shit or whatever, and it's like, you know, I don't even, you know, most people don't even have DVDs, like, players anymore besides their, like, video game systems. Hey, this guy's got four. Um, so let's get into final thoughts. Uh... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Wait, are those recent reviews? Those I think it's a 2020. Right? happened uh, yesterday. <laughs> Ooh, I think it's four. a 2020. Get rid of them. Like, that, like that what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, November 13th, 2020. <laughs> DVD would not f- play. Four DVD players, three computers. <laughs> Dude, this guy's having, guy having a rough. This poor guy. Um, I'm sure I read yeah. any of his other reviews. What if he What if he thought his DVD player was broken and he didn't have any other DVDs besides this so he just kept buying DVD players and computers? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Let's get into final thoughts. Final yeah. thoughts. Danny, uh, would you Danny, like to kick please. us off? Yeah, man. Uh, give a, yeah, give a little uh, per, per run tomatoes percentage score. Let's see. Um, I'd say, honestly, probably one of my more favorite um, Sean Connery, James Bond movies. Yeah. Like out of all the ones that I've seen with Sean Connery, this this one had just like a, it was like, you know, sometimes jaunty, sometimes badass, sometimes like, you know, just super ridiculous. But I mean, like, that's where when when I was saying like I definitely see myself going back and watching it. It's like, you know, there, there's just you could watch this four times and still miss shit. Like there's just they do so much long. for no it's, it's they do so much minutes. for no reason yeah. while being at like a visually captivating place. With, I mean, uh, uh, one thing I loved in the fucking in I feel like in every casino like it's a requirement on like any James Bond property when you show a casino that he walks into, there has to be a guy, like one of those Saudi guys that has like the sheet thing hanging from his head with the band around it and he's wearing sunglasses. You know what I'm talking about? Like mm-hmm. that's it. There has to be one of those guys in almost every single James Bond movie I've seen for some reason. And then, and I was like, it was panning through the casino and there was just one guy talking to some lady or whatever for like five seconds. And I was like, mm-hmm. boom, there he is. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, this, this movie did a lot of things that, that are perfect James Bond tropes, but with like, you know, that, that 
you know, this is their approach to it. But then they also did a whole bunch of shit that I don't think anybody would have like wanted or thought to do. And, you know, whether uh, it was ironic or it was absolutely just fun, it worked every single way. And like, maybe if this would have come out when I was a, if I was this age in 1983, I might not have enjoyed this as much as I do now. You know what I mean? Um, like, I mean, potentially I not. My, like, my dad loves this movie. We've talked about, like, I think people yeah, I mean, like, honestly got the fun. energy of this and understood yeah. that it's fun, but it's Sean Connery and he's James Bond and that's okay. Well, I'm just wondering. Just that if, is like, okay, I mean. I'm just wondering if, yeah, I guess, you know, with all the different iterations of Bond and everything and when he made this movie, everybody was just probably stoked to see Sean Connery back. And, I mean, when this movie came out, there was another James Bond movie coming out that year and people talk about it as like the battle of the bonds and they actually lost it with this movie. They didn't make as much <laughs> they, as uh, what was the other movie that came out? Was it Octopussy? Uh, Octopus yeah. They didn't make as much money as Octopussy, maybe just solely for the fact that Octopussy had an extremely intriguing title. Like <laughs> you put, you put, Pussy in the title of a movie, and you're going to get some asses and some seats. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, like, I'm just saying, like, you know, that's how, like, you're how not wrong. You're not wrong. Because when, you know? when is a movie ever going to have pussy in the title of it? They're like, I how are we going to beat imagine. John Connery? Like, that is in, entirely yeah. retired. If they, if, could, they, yeah. if they titled that Clown Bond, I don't think it would have made as much. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. No. Uh, and so, I, yeah, I just, I, honestly, I... Definitely, Certus. you know, oh, uh, I definitely love this movie. I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, it, it blows uh, Indiana Jones and the King of the Crystal Skulls out of the water. Um, so, They're uh, similar in it, a weird way. Well, I just like your podcast in the sense the re- that... The return you know, of... Uh, of uh, not, every movie, not every movie is a bad movie. You guys get to talk about good and bad movies, uh, you know? Yeah. So... So I appreciate you giving me kind of a stinker and then That's kind awesome. of a, a, a fucking rock and roll movie. Um, this movie this was, rocks. Uh, yeah. This is a blast. I will, say, <laughs> I will say I'm with Brandon that the score could be different. Oh, um, totally. It sucks. But it's, also, it's not a but also, score. I kind of almost think I like that it sucks, though. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Like, you know, if if I'm gonna yeah. be honest, like when I want watch like an ironic movie or something, it, when I watch something to laugh at something that they meant for it to be different, then having shitty music is like a good kind of additive to that. Because it's like if I enjoyed this music, it wouldn't be good. It wouldn't be ironic. Like it. it so like that's where. But, uh, you know. Uh, it's hard for them to do uh, to do what they did in the sense that they took big wild swings, they stuck to a tradition and carried it on and carried a torch. They also were somehow able to do all of that, like uh, with a bond that was past his prime. They were able to do that with like you know some really convoluted plot points and like wild stuff. But at the end of the day, like they they kept true to form and then added to it in such a like fucking weird experience that, yeah, I, I, uh, 
I was pretty pleased with this one, guys. Uh, it went down, it, <laughs> oh, yeah. it went down nice and Smooth. easy. Yeah, for sure. yeah, and uh, you know, definitely could rewatch it. So my my review is going to be pretty high as far as marks goes, because um, yeah, like even the music. I guess I can't even argue with bad music in a movie that maybe there was like a little the the ending with the uh, the ending could have been better um, with how you know, unsatisfactory death at the end in a way. Uh, and kind of just, uh, it felt a little like kind of rushed and not well thought out. Um, I think, you know, death underwater. No, don't end. Don't have a climax in an unclimactic way. Like you, you should know better than that, but at least it was kind of fast (laughs) in in the sense that like, they didn't draw it out and have a whole bunch of like red herrings and stuff. Besides that one, that was it it was just like okay boom actually no he got him the the guy's dead it's done and it's like okay cool like i think you know uh quick endings in a movie like this are good uh because you already did so much drawing it out is probably what frustrates me the most with current cinema and how they have to like you know sum up the movie and then give you another like 30 minutes of fucking fluffy shit and they're like just fucking end it you can walk away man you're done <laughs> and so uh old 80s movies do that a lot they'll they're like okay once we've like explained what happened we're just gonna leave you know we're just gonna you know roll credits and that was that was cool i mean it, it was a two-hour movie um <laughs> but it fucking had so many it went so many different places we went to two day spas <laughs> for some reason we right. we we ended we at the final location of that temple scene with the water and everything just dope and it wasn't even yeah, that big cool of an area but just seeing that shot and everything you were like is that the like, tears of allah yeah. 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 That's right. The water in that area or yeah, the it's, area I mean, itself. It's it's so well, like that, that necklace was like the representation of like the rivers that all flow towards this general area and they would tell this like story, like this folk tale of the tears of all of like, you know, it was it was all mythological in nature. But then yeah. you know, there's just some secret temple dedicated to that that story and that idea, but it's not a literal thing it's just more constructive it's just underground like yeah. fucking God, like people that these cool people from retreat gener- like- that elites would go to uh that they built like because that's where all that water congregated i think uh, is that the long and the short of it or um, it, it was just it was just an old old story that uh you know and then I, there's oil there too yeah you know the, these are these are things that apart from what was in the the book, what was in the Thunderball screenplay, what's in this screenplay, what's attributed to different time periods and different, different uh, story writers and everything is, is interesting. That whole tier tiers of all the thing just seems like something that was propagated and, and, and repurposed for their own, own ideas in a lot of ways as well. But just that, that story and that idea was a code name and a in a way to I don't know incite some intrigue in the in the audience as well as just kind of like not fully explain something but have a code word I don't know that that was always like gold, cool. gold finger and so what was the gold finger operation uh, shoot there's a, just there was there was always like an operation operation like code. shoot operation <laughs> uh, poop shoot bang bang <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't know like they yeah it's it's in the oil thing and the and the and the, and yeah the the rivers just like leading 
to this yeah whatever this this pool i'm not sure what it meant to the the people and if this temp, this temple and this thing under in this underground river which i thought was a cool idea um but it's just never explained to the point where it actually comes to fruition in an idea that's like yeah uh, uh that's could like oh this is a real life thing this is just seems like something that they're uh trying to just make their make their own they, for, for whatever they could have tied a little bow on it they could have explained it a little better and make it just clear cut dry I, he, this, this he just like but, brought up the oil thing i have no idea what he's doing there with the warhead and the oil yeah. why that one has to be there what he's going to do I think with they just it. have he's these certain like big words that he throws in and people are like oh of course it's about money oil yeah. and fucking a like, warhead. <laughs> just gonna release all the oil, then he can just like yum yum yum. Give me all my oil. Blow it up. Did he blow up the oil? And then I don't know. But, I mean, or he's if he's gonna hold the oil hostage, why are you arming a bomb? Like, uh, it, yeah. But either way, I, you know what? I I think I still it still doesn't really impact how great this movie was. <laughs> like, I don't care. <laughs> it was awesome. I'm gonna give it probably like hell yes. Really high marks. I'm thinking like Can't 97. Be... No way. Holy yeah. shit. Oh, <laughs> the hell up. Yeah. I, that's I amazing. Lo- I love that that's you love this movie. Well, that's and that also awesome. is such a high score because I, I, I'm going to look forward to watching it again. <laughs> yeah. Like when I can... It... To just check it out, like to just see oh, more yeah, shit. There's a horse that jumps off a top of a castle into, uh, in, yeah. into the ocean. Yeah, I mean, I mean, James Bond flies on a rocket platform thing. <laughs> like the there, a woman, it's like, it's like the a, a fucking <laughs> water skis up to a bar. Like this stuff. Yeah, that's they're doing is, shit. Like they're they are doing. Yeah. It all belongs in this movie. Sh- yeah, it all works oh. together. It's all. It's all in they're, Congress. Each scene has some wild thing going on and then other shit just like that's interesting happening around that they're not even addressing. And so like that's that I can't ask for more. So, yeah, I'd say, yeah. What did I say? Ninety ninety seven. Ninety seven. Boom. Best bomb movie ever. Is that the highest score that any of your movies have gotten? I gave a ninety eight to which to the witch. I I gave I argued that I should give it a hundred percent. Right? I, on, a, on a different day i would give that movie 100 percent as well but yeah. I, my my reasoning was that i liked alien more i don't know why that made it like okay for me to give 97 because that's a completely different could, fucking movie they, right they could be two different movies whole, our process our, whole, our process here doesn't make any fucking sense they could both have 100 percent i don't know i don't know what my process is this is it is which a horror movie uh-huh yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah it's so a, you yeah. can kind of it kind of relates to Alien in that sense. I see. It's like Tears of Allah. It's a folktale. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Um, <laughs> no. um, should I check it out? You guys, it sounds like you liked it. Oh, I absolutely love it. I, you see the, you I see could the not recommend it by the, by enough. The same guy. What yeah. year did it come out? Jeez, Two, uh, 2012. Okay. 2012, okay. Cool. 2012, uh, I think. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll run through my my uh, opinion. Uh, this movie is really fun. I had a great time. Uh, it's in the same vein of it's, I mean, it's still different. It's not in the same vein of anything cause it's not a broccoli flick. It's not a broccoli joint. So it's just, it's just the coolest, most interesting thing to witness. Cause it's like almost, yeah, it's just one of a kind. It's not under the broccoli Please. umbrella. So it's, it's a, it's just kind of different than any of the other ones. Not knowing that when I was a kid, it was just another bond movie, but now knowing all this, the history behind it 
it's fascinating to to watch play out the things that uh i don't like i guess i can start with some of those like yeah i don't like the score um some of the stuff with bond really fucking drags like the the healthcare both health healthcare clinics i don't know the one with kim basinger was kind of fun the massage stuff but um that stuff is is goofy and campy and everything but in a two hour 17 minute movie some of it kind of drags um the stuff that i enjoy more is when the villain is involved when it's the when it's max uh domino and james bond kind of all kind of interacting together is when like fireworks kind of go for me the most in this movie uh whether it's the dancing and um you know it's like the video game scene for what it's worth is like only this movie could have it and again it's like things kind of it it seems it's out of place in a bond thing but this movie itself is out of place in the bond canon itself so it's like if you're going to do something like that i guess this is the place not not warranting it or anything but maybe i've just it stuck with me so long as a kid that i just liked video games when i first saw it and i related to it with at the time and so i have this weird again affectation for it um what what else i yeah i think it's a little long and drags and the and the music and uh I think Sean Connery is a little more checked in than Diamonds Are Forever, even though I fucking love Diamonds Are Forever. Um, it's a, it's you know it's the same similar age of of Bond, at least. But this one is just fun. It's like a, it's a it's a it's a fun movie. However, it's not one that you feel like you're necessarily laughing with all the time. A lot of times, I feel like I'm laughing at it, which is okay, and that's a different kind of movie experience and a different kind of ride, and you enjoy it for what it is. But also, it's kind of like uh, you're not, they seem like not in on the joke on, on every, every single thing, which is kind of just a different kind of experience. You know, uh, the, the climax was kind of a bummer with the underwater stuff, but I know that's just the nature of this movie. Uh, the villain and Fatima are just ranking like some, somewhere like up upwards in my, in my villain and and henchwoman femme, femme fatale rankings. Like they're, they're pretty up there. I feel like as far as just like, people I love to watch on screen. I'm so excited when they're there and that's what's memorable to to me about this movie. Like I I have a good time uh that like Sean Connery is like back and all that stuff. But if it was when you t- when you remove the villain stuff when this movie's left with the healthcare clinic and like whatever French French scene and like the video game stuff, it's just like it's not the same without them. So it really hinges on that for me. Like straight up like I I really think they that Max adds so much to this movie. The looming presence of Blofeld is there and Spectre, which is always good in a Bond movie. And these check marks that are in like some of my favorite Bond movies are there in spades in, in a lot of them, you know, like the the Blofeld Spectre uh threat and and like the world domination thing is early on enough that it's not tried and played out necessarily quite yet. So it's still kind of like uh so fun and and as convoluted as like the fake eye stuff and all that if it's in a spy movie it's a spy movie they're gonna have stupid little gadgets that they're gonna play with and and sometimes it it works out sometimes it's a it's campy and silly but there's enough campy and silly stuff here that it's all in congress and it's all fun um and i would just yeah take take marks off for some of the slower underwater shark stuff and and uh like I said, the score and some of, uh, yeah, the the Bond and Kim Basinger stuff kind of dragged for me sometimes. I, I don't know. It was just like seemed self-indulgent as well where Bond, where James Sean Connery was coming back and it was just kind of like, I'm going to do things how I want to do it. And he put himself in positions to uh, 
kind of have a good time <laughs> and and good for him to be able to have that control. Uh, but I think there's a version of this that isn't so self-indulgent. I, I feel like that might trim the fat a bit more that I think if I were to criticize, I would, I would enjoy that more. Um, and it would in my pantheon or ranking of bond movies, it's, you know, I feel like it's somewhere in the middle, uh, to be honest in, in terms of all of them. And to, to think about the competition between, between this and Octopussy, I've seen this, I've seen this way more than Octopussy. Um, and you know, the later Sean Connery stuff, goofy Sean Connery stuff is is just like so fun. I really love diamonds are forever. You only live twice has its, has its moments that I really like too. And, but that one's kind of, you know, this one it's, it's, Brandon, you, I think you described it really well earlier. It's yeah, it's got really high peaks and kind of lower valleys than, than Thunderball does. And Thunderball is just a little bit more just, yeah, you know, just, just like it's, it's, it's got its cool moments as well, but it's mostly just kind of a little bland when I think about my experience watching this, this is like, I'll lose. Yeah. Like I said earlier, I'll lose sight of it and then I'll come right back in when they, when they do something wacky or say something fun. Um, so all in all, dragging on uh i love the 007 uh number so i'm gonna do a, a 70 a 70 <laughs> well also i would say that like i'm not ranking my rank isn't like against all bond movies i would put it Dude, as like a 97 I'm just, I'm just rating just, it i'm just rating it for all movies of all time you know like if do- i'm rating it against movies that's yeah. all i'm saying it, dude do like, you i just I told you my it, bullshit science about saying like i'm gonna give movie, that's all i'm gonna give the well, witch I, well, uh, 98 seen... because i don't like it com- i don't like it as much as the thing or alien it was a stupid <laughs> process but you you do whatever process you, you want man. this is all subjective stuff and but you've uh, seen more bond movies than me is all i'm gonna say is like you know you've you've seen a lot more bond movies and i, like study I them cannot a express more, to so. you how happy it makes me that you gave it this high of a ranking i hope you know it makes me <laughs> so happy that you like the, you like this experience and you enjoyed this because i i side with you on so many of the things that you say as well and my own decision and why i arrived at it is a, it doesn't make any sense and 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 if anything the enthusiasm that i have for this movie at, at certain points like it yeah fluctuates from 97 oh back down to maybe 40 oh back up again and so i just kind of arrive at yeah maybe like a 0070 <laughs> so well just, you gotta you gotta understand good. like but i have I, dude, I, have I love that you ranked it that it makes me very happy. i have rowdy rowdy piper movies that i rank like Fuck yeah pretty high too so so i mean like i don't know if my opinion is necessarily like oh, like man. as a as agreed with, but still, Dude, um, own it. I want I, you to I, own it because I'm I will, so, I'm so, I will happy. watch a shitty movie that is like, that I find funny. Like, I don't mean necessarily shitty, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I'll watch an yeah. old, like, uh, wild movie like this that, you know, might not necessarily be what they wanted me to get from it. But, I, but, uh, like, I, I just love it when people do swings like that, Fuck that yeah, snake man. in the, that snake in the car. And then the bomb was like, probably if you, like, if you <laughs> say you're going to watch this every year, we should maybe consider a oh, return yeah. episode to do another <laughs> episode on the same movie, <laughs> or we can go through Hell some yeah. more, we can find some other bond movies too. We can go through or, or something like that too. But I want to let you know again, I'm very happy that you enjoy this movie. And, <laughs> and this made this experience like, 
97% better because uh, you were a part of it and enjoyed it. Uh, oh, that being you. said, thank please, Brandon, I would love to hear your thoughts. Please. I, I too love that you love this movie and I had a feeling you would because I knew that this movie was, it took a lot of like uh, liberties or uh, big swings and I think if you were to distill like why bad movies are the best and why it's enjoyable to watch uh, what most people consider campy, but I think there is something more unique to it than just like, you know, a campiness now just has like a negative connotation to me, but that's beside the point. Um, I love that you love this because I, this movie has a, like an at, at its best understands what it is doing it is a 55 year old man like trying to figure out this problem and there and the energy that that gives you is really something that's like a warm blanket where you're like i'm i want james bond to do these things and i enjoy the fact that he is working through this and i'm working through it with him and he doesn't seem like a superhero. He seems like a normal, like 55 year old man. And there's so, James Bond can be at his worst when, and Sean Connery is the most egregious for this is that this is the older man that is doing things that an older man should not be doing. He can't do this. This isn't good for him. He's going to hurt himself. And there is a level of ineptitude and there's a level of understanding of his age that just makes it so firm in your grounding of like, Oh, I am watching James Bond do these things. And then it introduces you to some really fun concepts that James Bond can be a part of. And I, it isn't good when it gets too trendy, but it's really fun to just see James Bond uh, have to like, <laughs> I hate to say it, but like bed women and like kind of do this like chess thing of like oh i gotta get from this person to this person to that person and i uh, there's a reason why most people would say that sean connery is their favorite james bond and it's because he gives off a really great energy of being able to like bet a lot of women and like get what he wants and like figure things out in there you know kind of the negative reviews of the roger moore era is that he just he seems to It like things just happen to him a lot and there isn't a sense of like him being more assertive. And I think that when he is assertive, it is a, it, it is a strong energy and it's noticeable because typically he's just so cool with like being really charming and rolling through stuff. And that's just how things happen. He just charms his way through everything. And there is this there, I don't know, Roger, or uh, uh, Sean Connery gives off such a, prototypic energy for what daniel craig becomes which is there james bond is a combination of a like a strong dominant person but somebody who can also like think inwardly and be kind of like you can get shit on a little bit and it's fine because you're still like i i hate to kind of be a little too i don't even know what to call it but like he he gets what he 
<laughs> he he hooks up with the hottest women and he solves the problem and there is a fun energy about that where it's just this guy and he's just you know he's crushing it he's good at yeah. his job and he's just doing doing this thing and, and he can't complain yeah <laughs> like he, and, and he, he just feels <laughs> he feels competent about it and he also feels mm-hmm. strong and capable in certain situations this and i've complained about it already is it's like it isn't a good look when james bond's just getting his ass whooped and like there is a, a this movie does go too far so it's not close to a perfect move like james bond movie in my opinion because again it is one of those and i know i've already talked about you know donda on this podcast oh my it, god but no way I, I you saved it for right it. when he came you haven't talked was, about it since the indiana jones episode like, but you saved it for wait, right when danny came back and, podcast. And, oh my god i i was trying not to say shit while you were doing your like your review and everything but holy shit really yeah <laughs> I so anything to do with donda so the Donda has really high highs and has some low lows. And I would take a Donda over a CLB in general (laughs) any day of the week. CLB is just this middle of the road. Like, yes, it is, it is very this for the layman if there's any lay people here brandon can you please explain to the fucking idiots and that don't understand what clb is certified lover boy it's drake's newest (laughs) record yeah but uh (laughs) certified lover boy that's the hand gesture that goes with it you can uh you can share that with our listeners if you want no i don't think we need to yeah okay oh they're watching (laughs) But okay, but I would rather take a, a a movie, a album that has these high highs accented by low lows because that is that is an that is honestly enjo- that is more enjoyable than everything is just a very same same and very um, too formulaic or it doesn't get creatively interesting and. I really enjoy the highs of this. Yeah, the lows are really glaring, but I think overall the fun that I get out of this is like totally worth giving it a good score. And at the end of the day, I would give this an 81%. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. This is a fun movie. This is a fun movie. I I got a lot out of this. I would take this over Spectre. 10, 10 out of 10 times. Like the specter makes me want to fall asleep. This makes me, yeah. yeah, like critiquing it. And again, like it isn't a perfect movie. And like, there was a part of me that wrestled with, like I first started off in this conversation at a 72% and then I moved up to an 82%. <laughs> it's amazing how that happens. Yeah. I started at more of a six sixty. totally 62 i moved to a 70 when you guys have seen it more times than i have like i this is all new to me you know and i was like i it makes me so happy that it's like because we got to see me you got to see me be like yeah and see me get excited about all the stuff that i just watched for the first time and like then you remembered the joy that you had the first time you saw it too nailing it absolutely man yeah Yeah. also it's just we seem to be more on the side of ranking our enjoyment level Rather yeah, than like, well, be too hypercritical about all, you know, you can't help yourself. We're talking about a movie critically, but to be on the ranking side, it's just, you know, I, it's not, you know, you, 
you don't have to gatekeep it or be like it's it's no everyone should rank it this way it's just like you enjoyed it that's great and to know that you're at a 97 percent enjoyment level you know i think i speak for both brandon and i where it raised our enjoyment as as well like you're saying it's like i watched the movie through fresh eyes just seeing you uh, talk about it yeah yeah well i I mean yeah it's it's rare that you see a movie take swings like this and actually like still somehow land on its feet and then some. And so it's like, sure. I can't, I can't fucking, I can't knock it if I fucking really enjoyed watching it. Like that, how it's does that memorable. make sense? Like it is a memorable and, movie. Well, and I mean, also there's like, a lot of forgettable things that happen in bond movies, but when I watch this, I'm like, Oh yeah, this is the one that, and then you played out, played out on your head. Horse and jumping. Horse. Yeah. <laughs> Fatima exploding, you know, exploding. Yeah, yeah woman. I, and again, yeah. I don't think there would be a Zenia if there wasn't Parsley Fatima. Tea. And Zenia is fantastic. And yeah, and, 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 you know, urine in the face, you know, enemas and colonics. What's the difference? Harpoon death and uh, voyeur, voyeurism. Like, I, yeah, I like the weird voyeurism of the villain. The villain is so weird and like. Yeah, he's got the pop collar, kind of yuppie attitude about about everything. Ah, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm getting yeah. into oil now because just why the fuck not? You know the world. Is oh, he has the most and, snug look on his face. Oh, all it's the like time. oh, it do was, you want the statue? I'm just gonna fucking break like, it so I can, you know. Yeah, yeah, it, no, that it was good. You had a great, you had a great femme fatale. All three of the women were in the or, villain, I mean, Klaus Marie Brandauer is awesome. That mm-hmm. guy rules. Like, yes. Oh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> My, I would not enjoy this movie. I don't think without him. Not no. like not just like over, but I would just like no. the this, taste of my mouth would be different. Hanging on a yeah, like a it house was like of a cards. perfect. Yeah. Like there, there, there is a very shaky, very fine balance. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Is, and, that isn't uh, being executed well. But they yeah. did it. like I'm they not... did it, and and everybody brought whatever they brought to the table to make like a good little fucking yeah. souffle. We should all and, have a fun and, movie. If, we it, should all it rose be done with this fall. movie. By the time the video game fundraiser begins, we should all be walking out the door. Yeah. Oh, for a second, I thought you had. Uh, I forgot all about the video we, game f- fundraiser, and I thought you were. <laughs> I thought what you were saying was you were about to have a fundraiser for turning this into a video game, and I'm all for oh. it. <laughs> yeah. What would you be? Guys, the, so the first level is pretty much already a video game level. It's a tutorial. The mission. first level <laughs> is you start out at the health spa uh, or the, the no, health you got the tutorial mission. He's got blanks, and then you know you go. In oh there right, and save yeah, the girl, yeah, that then, would be you know, good. It's like oh, good job, double F seven, but I still give you a C. Yeah, she stabbed you. <laughs> My name yeah. is M, and I'm gonna yell all the time. <laughs> it, oh it, god. How do you think people felt watching 007 get stabbed by a girl so like like clumsily too? Like when <laughs> it's like the 80s like they they were a very like I, I would they assume just knew that, it like, wasn't true. Right, like that's yeah, no that's way. the fake out. That's the fake out though is it's yeah. like 007 would never get stabbed in real no, life. Never. That was just a fake knife. It's he all, knew it's it. Also, okay, but also Danny, you know how movies work. What is so if James Bond died from that stab then what the movie was 10 minutes long well then we move into the the female bond <laughs> then money pays it goes five years in the <laughs> or like he had a kid that we didn't know about and then it's james bond jr versus crime around the world shut the front door bond jr. Do you guys remember you guys remember that it was a cartoon back yeah, when I was a kid. no, no but yeah, james, they, bond, james bond jr 
They should bring yeah, that back. Bring I remember back. the theme song. It was like James Bond Jr. versus Crime oh. around the world. Did they have uh, any yeah. like stings like Dan? I don't. Well, I mean, I'm sure. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know who who had the rights to it or whatever. It, maybe the Broccoli's had the rights to it. I don't know. They're using James Bond's name, but it's supposed to be like his kid, like just like solving little mysteries and shit. What is, uh, yeah. And like I watched a lot when I was a kid. I don't remember a goddamn thing about it. I do remember going to the gold, uh, the Golden Eye, like like. Go to see that when I was a kid in theaters, and I kept singing the James Bond Jr. theme song and calling James Bond James Bond Jr. because I didn't have a concept of what he was before <laughs> I saw the cartoon. So all I knew was the cartoon, and I was like, "Oh, they turned this into a movie! <laughs> wow, <laughs> they have a whole James Bond Jr. movie. I guess it's about his dad, some guy named James Bond." <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that, was, that was that was my Jones? entry. I only know young Indiana Jones. I was wondering why they called him young Indiana Jones. <laughs> so weird. Um, All but, I want yeah, is that yeah. Fatima side story, and and I'll be happy. I'll be happy camper. Yeah, yeah. I, I I want to see and him Max. Come out of they're that. just like their whole origin story. Like they, I, don't know, I want to see like the Harley Quinn James Bond in that room full of massage, room <laughs> <laughs> full, full of massage women. Uh, the, the do, you en- do you enjoy Bond getting massage more or Bond giving the massage? I really enjoyed Bond Ooh. getting the massage. Yeah, me too. That's That's interesting. I, w- I wish I would he would have done a like a Swedish accent or something i think that would have been better if we had like bond with like a fun massage yeah. guy accent. he plays coy so well i love it whole, yeah he does. i he love was having it fun. so he was having so much fun where he was pretending yeah. to just be so like i'm gonna you know take a little bit off on the towel and then like oh are you are you really okay with this and just like oh man so funny uh but now we're getting back into the movie. I know, I know. Danny, we're, di- we're, di- we're diving uh, Danny, back. Go. Thank you. Yeah, th- thank <laughs> yeah, you so thank much. You for I really appreciate you, Danny, so much. I'm I'm so happy you had a good time and um, had a blast. We'll uh, we'll 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 send you back to the the polar bear kingdom where you can <laughs> yeah, um, reign supreme over all the other little polar bears and and do our <laughs> do our bidding. Uh, our bidding. Our bidding. Yeah. <laughs> I am the M of this situation, and I want my bidding done now, Mister Danny Birch. I'm the king of the castle. That's You're the castle. <laughs> Perhaps you can get crush into me. I don't know. Arby's is pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> you guys, you guys, uh, thank you very much for having me. Um, Absolutely. Man. I. Uh, I can't, you know, can't wait to uh, listen to you guys next episode. You guys take care and uh, I'm out of here. Bye. Goodbye. We'll say goodbye to you as well. Goodbye, everybody. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Unless Brandon, you, do you have anything else to share? I mean, are we going to, so we're going to take it off mic on what the next movie is. Oh my God. You little devil. I almost, I'm a little rascal. Yeah. You little rascal. Uh, no, we can, let's decide. I, I'm a forgetful person. I got wrapped up in the, in the goodbye with, with Danny. What a, what a guest, what a guest. Um, we'll do, we got to go back to uh spooky, spooky stuff, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So I was looking. Yeah. Um, I saw there's one that's, it's a little spooky. Uh, it's called Daniel isn't real. I thought that one looked kind of interesting. Um, 
there's of course malignant a lot of people are talking about this uh which is a a fascinating movie (laughs) (laughs) which which we have already seen uh but you know it's been talked to death already by many many people but it's just it's, it's such a such a fascinating movie um what else we got here oh man we've been working through some some good stuff we got final destination um we got Venom. That's not a horror movie, is it? Uh, Cam. I think that's a horror movie. Uh, oh. Room, room 237, which is a documentary about The Shining. Could I could I tell us a movie idea? Oh. Hey, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, there's this movie called, I'm sure you're probably familiar with it, uh, called sleepaway camp the the <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it is a 78.59% is that polarizing that's, enough that's rated pretty high i mean it is the, the you know i we don't have to split here it's just like it gives us gives us excuse to talk about movies but i think the verge of fresh and ron is a 60 i think is it is it fresh at 60 that's my only hesitations because like 59% is really low. Oh, you're right. Okay. Okay. Like yeah, yeah. Right there. So it's not like super polarizing, but it's definitely like okay. possible. And that movie is very worth worthy of conversation and it is spooky. No, that's fair though. Yeah, you're right. All it's it not, is, I don't it's know, under not, 20%. So it's not that polarizing. Yeah. We've done some like that. And I think we have done some that are verging on 60. So, I, but I'm just like, I'm really okay with this one. I'm I'm down with it. No, I'm down to continue to look as well. Um, because, yeah, also doing something that's genuinely scary sounds cool, too. Because this kind of goes into... This would be like a soft landing to what we just did. <laughs> you know, where this is like a, a, a good, bad movie. Yeah. Um, but I'm, we, I'm we also... got a Unhinged... <laughs> that's kind of a scary i mean that's that's like a thriller scary movie about a russell crowe is a road road rager that oh this is way more polarizing chases which one unhinged unhinged yeah yeah i've actually already seen it but i would recommend and it's like it's pretty horrific just the idea as like a as a driver i mean i you know you drive a lot in los angeles um and the idea you know you you naturally get in some frustrating situations some scary situations but the idea of like the other person in that car is like a true psychopath and will like hunt you down and make your life a living hell was something that was like a somewhat you know interesting idea and then you get like a truly crazy evil russell crowe um yeah I would uh, I would watch that movie again. I kind of got a kick out of it, to not to spoil anything about my feelings. Um, we got uh, yeah, that one Contagion, which is I don't know. That's almost too prescient with all the COVID stuff going on. But people have been watching that movie a lot lately. Uh, because it is relevant. Oh, Drag Me to Hell. Have you seen that movie? I have not. That's a Sam Raimi movie. That's a that is very much a scary movie. But it's good on both sides. Oh damn it! Really? I guess the, there is a thirty percent disparity though. But everybody loves it. Oh, sixty-two! Wow. 
Never mind. Maybe he got up or something. In my earlier list, I, yeah, I had my list, but that's good because I do like that movie. <laughs> uh, um, hmm. The Last Exorcism, seventy-two thirty-five. I was thinking the same thing. Let's do it. Okay. I Let's mean, that's do a big it. disparity. That is an enormous disparity. 2010, 72% critics, 35% audience. Critics consensus. It doesn't fully deliver on the chilly promise of its Blair Witch style premise, but The Last last Exorcism offers a surprising number of clever thrills. Starring, who do we got here? Patrick Fabian, Ashley Bell, (laughs) Iris Barr, Lewis Hertham, Caleb Landry-Jones. I know that guy, Caleb Landry-Jones. Uh yeah, Patrick Fabian I believe is from Better Call Saul. Is that, oh yeah, is that's that that is? project. Um, Caleb Landry Jones looks very familiar. I feel like he was in like Twin Peaks or Stranger Things or some shit. I don't know. I don't know. I know nothing about this movie. Well, He's I in read, three billboards that. outside of Ebbing, Missouri. He's the guy that sells. Um, I, oh. Sells the uh, ad space to. I like yeah, to I will read the, character. the synopsis instead. I read the consensus, which doesn't really help. Um, after years of gulling, what's gulling? After years of gulling, is that calling? After years of gulling the faithful, cleric Cotton Marcus feels remorse and decides to expose his chicanery through filming a documentary. With a crew in tow, Marcus arrives at the Louisiana farm of devout Louis Sweetser, who believes that his daughter Nell is possessed. When the usual stunts fail, he realizes that he is face-to-face with a real evil and must summon true faith to protect Nell, the others, and himself from demonic power. Sorry, oh, yeah. I, did wrong. I did that wrong. That was the wrong reading of it. After years of golden faith, <laughs> Claire Tong Cotton Marcus feels remorse and decides to expose his chicanery. Sorry, okay. I'll, I'll keep practicing. I'll keep practicing. Yeah, I don't know anything about this movie, 2010. Uh, we are... I feel like new, more newer horror converts, so that wasn't really a time I was as into horror movies. Uh, but great. Okay. Last ex- exorcism. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. Um, Hell yeah. That's, I'm excited. This is a huge disparity. Yeah. Perfect. Definitely. And some of the, these polarizing movies are things that you just don't hear of because they get buried under these reviews by people. They're just like agreed upon it's not good, and then the word of mouth is done, and then it's over. Um, but... It's fun to delve into things that we are completely unfamiliar with because um, that's where we experience new things. And like you were saying, landing in from uh, Never Say Never is something we are like almost so familiar with. It's like hard to remove yourself enough to like create a score. I had a really hard time scoring that, but I feel yeah. fine in a little 007. Um, that this will be something that like I just feel no holds barred against something new it's like oh this is a new thing I don't feel any allegiance towards anything in this I can truly like say how I feel about it (laughs) I like kind of like American Outlaws or something a movie I'd never heard of Uh, (laughs) cool All right. well uh, yeah Polarized Pod on Twitch we're doing Thursday nights usually if you care to join us live um, polarize the pod at gmail.com. If you want to send us a line, uh, cause concern, question, review, anything you feel, uh, yes. speaking of review, throw them up on iTunes. We appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, we thank you so much, Brandon. Anything to add? No, thank you. 
anybody who's listening out there, yeah, send us a line and thank you for listening. Yeah, and Polarize will return. <laughs> next with time. The last, with, next time with the last exorcism. The last exorcism. <laughs> oh, goodbye. Oh, goodbye. <laughs>